0: You want to hear a funny story before we start? Absolutely. Go on Uber Eats. I'm, I'm a casual uh, casual uh, subscriber to them. Uber Eats, Uber One member. Order some food. The guy calls me. He's, he's, he goes, I'm here. I said, okay, I'm coming down the stairs right now. As I'm going down the stairs, I get a text on my phone saying, your food has been dropped off. I'm like, fuck is this? So I call the guy. I said, hey, I'm downstairs. Where are you at? And he goes, oh, yeah, I dropped the food off to Nico. I said, that's pretty fucking difficult to do, buddy, because you're talking to Nico right now. And he goes, oh. I go, who the fuck did you get the food to? He goes, two young people came up to my car. I asked them if they were Nico. They said yes. And I gave them the food. I said, what the fuck? So for those that know me, Kwan knows me. Very short temper. And at this point, I'm fucking fuming. Yeah, the steam coming out of his ears. I'm getting ready to fucking drill this guy with my verbal abuse, right? But I'm like, if this guy has my food still and he's just confused, I need to figure out if he has my food or not. So I said, sir, listen to me carefully. <laughs> <laughs> I said, did you go to the location where the food is? He said, yes. I said, did you pick it up? He said, yes. I said, was it for Nico? He said, yes. I said, did you get to my location and give it to Nico? And he goes, I, he, he goes, yes. And I said, that's pretty fucking difficult to do, buddy, because you're fucking talking to Nico right now. And I am Nico. And he goes, Oh, I'm, oh my gosh! I'm so sorry. Just call Uber. Don't give me a bad rating. So at this point, I Don't said, "Don't give me a bad it, rating." Food. I said, "Fuck it. The food is gone. I'm, I'm just gonna fucking lay into this guy." So I said, "You stupid fucking idiot!" I said, "How fucking Jesus. dumb could you be?" And at that point, he just fucking hung up on me and fucking and, and <laughs> went away. So whoever in my building stole my food last night, and said that they were Nico. Fuck you, first of all. And I hope the fucking food was cold and nasty. And go fuck yourself. I put it on TikTok, and of course, some fucking some no-name user one two five seven with the fucking no-profile picture said, "Well, newsflash, buddy, uh, you just got scammed by some rando. The guy didn't do anything wrong." I said, "Listen, you dumb fuck." <laughs> I said, "Usually, when your Uber East driver drives up to your drives up, and, and I say, drive up to my building in the front, and I'll come out and pick it up because I'm not gonna have them go all, all the way up the elevator, up and down the stairs to find to find my apartment, whatever the fuck it is. Right. There's no point." I said, "I will come to you. They were supposed to ask you for a four-digit PIN number." And that four-digit pin number is the last four digits of your phone number. My driver just said, Are you Nico? Some fucking two schmuck lords fucking walked through the door and said yes. And fucking just and took the goddamn food. I get texts and calls from the drivers. I'm lost. I don't know where I'm going. And I always say, Listen to me carefully. Follow the GPS. And it will take you to the correct location. And they always fucking get lost. Follow the GPS. It's, like, it's fucking Dora. Dora, the fucking the castle's right behind you. And you, you keep asking me to fucking use your dumb map, you dumb bitch. Turn around, you whore. Fucking use your map. And the fucking Jesus. castle's right behind you. You keep asking me to fucking click on that. Where's the map, fucking dumbass? Fucking turn around, you fucking idiot. The castle's <laughs> and the bridge's right behind you. Go around the troll to the castle and go to your proper location. How fucking hard is it? Goddamn. Right before we started, huge news dropped. So for those that don't know, Kyrie requested a trade on Friday from the Nets. Kyrie Irving gets traded to the, to the Dallas Mavericks. So the Nets receive Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, a 2029 first-round pick, multiple second-round picks, and the Mavericks receive Kyrie Irving. Obviously,
1: I was hoping that, that Kyrie would end up in L.A. I felt like that was a much better fit, and I would have liked to see him and LeBron back together again. I'm curious about this fit, because... Luca is a bit of a diva from what I, I've researched. I don't know how it works because Luca does everything for that team right? But it doesn't seem like he necessarily has a problem with it. But I will say that if it comes down to it and he's like exhausted, he got like 30 points, 15 rebounds, like 12 assists or something like that. And then if you need anybody to count on, I mean I, I don't know of a better player than than Kyrie in a clutch moment. I'm super curious as, as to whether or not Dallas is going to commit to Kyrie. I don't know. This could be all for nothing. I think it's interesting that uh, Spencer Denwood is back in Brooklyn. And I just don't see how it Fits. I can see how, like, from the outside looking in, Kyrie seems like ball dominant, but he can like he would have no problem being the secondary option as far as scoring and all that he's just he's just out there the hoop they just got to get on the same page i'm curious man i'm curious as to how this shit gonna work but um i'm happy for kyrie i'm happy that he he was able to get change the scenery and all of that um he was hooping anyway so i, I don't expect anything to change in that regard i don't know if he stays there i don't know if he's the missing piece to a championship for dallas i think a, a different trade would have would have made kyrie the championship piece like to a different team i don't i don't know if kyrie was the missing championship piece to dallas so i'm excited to see them play together
0: this trade request from kyrie backfired on him completely what a fucking idiot this guy is he requested a trade from a team who was currently fourth in the east to now go to a team who was sixth in the west and had to trade away their second best player in order to get him brooklyn Made him do little to no work at all. And this year, he's averaging 27, 5, and 5. He's an all-star. Now that he has to go to fucking uh, Dallas, they're, they're going to make him do more work th- th- than he was doing in Brooklyn. And everyone knows that Kyrie doesn't want to do any of the fucking work. You think
1: so? Absolutely. I don't know, bro.
0: Yes, they trade away their second best player in order to get this guy. So so he's going to be another another scoring option. He's going to have to do more work. It's just him and Luca. This is a horrible fit. I do
1: think so. Right now, in this very moment, at the time that it is on, on February 5th, I don't see it. I don't see how it works. And I can't even say, like, anything based off Kyrie history. Like, if it works, it works. But I don't necessarily ever see that it works because Kyrie, like, fitting in. You more so have to adapt to how Kyrie plays than, than anything. So that team is built around Luka, for Luka with luca and anything you mix in like I, I feel like the the pot is was pure but now you add a little bit of like color into it and then now it just you know i'm saying it, it becomes something different than, than it ever was and i don't know that Kyrie is is the appropriate teammate for luca as far as like egos and it's gonna be interesting to see man
0: but this mav squad is ass and they play no <laughs> defense at all. They are horrendous defensively. So, this math squad is, is going to give up a lot of points. And with that means that they're, they're going to start outscoring these squads because they can't play defense at all. So that means more work for Kyrie and more work for Luka, and they, they, they trade away their, their second best scorer in Spencer Dimity in order to get Kyrie, and I think this is, this is going to backfire on them. Kyrie is a free agent at the end of the year. I I, I don't see this, him, him re-signing with Dallas. I think he's going to leave it at, at the end of the season and go somewhere else. Not surprised there. But Kyrie, he's a fucking fraud. Two trade requests and less than a year is a little sad for me, in my opinion. You've seen it a couple weeks ago. The Pistons and the Mavericks played earlier this week, right? Luka dropped 52 on them and the rest of the squad was in single digits and they beat them by six horrendous. They won 111-106. If you're giving up 106 to the Pistons, I can only imagine this, this squad going forward and, and the points that that, that they're going to give up in, uh, to better teams.
1: Kyrie not going to have a single-digit game now.
0: But he's not great defensively, so so, the, so the, they're going to give up more points, which will then force Luka and Kyrie to have to score more. Both of them are ball-dominant guys. I don't re- 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 really see these two working out together. Maybe Luka can go to and, be, and be more of a distributor now that Kyrie is there. I don't, I don't see that happening. I, I think these two are, are going to clash. Kyrie is a diva. If you hurt this guy's feelings once or, or do something that he doesn't like, he'll, he'll fucking fly somewhere else and, and you know, fucking go on a whole fucking tirade on Twitter.
1: The thing I'll say as far as defense, I think that whoever you can say right now is the best team in the NBA or is the, the title favorite, I don't think that they rely mostly on defense. I think that most teams like today, especially in the West, rely more so on offense. So I, I think that that's just part of like, what, what today's game is You know what I'm saying So I don't I don't know If that'll be the biggest issue Now I will say that I think they just got Tremendously worse Defensively I, I don't <laughs> Kyrie Kyrie is my man Kyrie is my Probably my favorite Point guard of all time However I'm aware of Kyrie's shortcomings And, and defense is Number one I, he, he does not play Great defense He can talk shit He can probably get in your head And, and Luka can probably Do that too So I mean if, if they just got The game going You know what I'm saying One night If they got the hot hand or whatever, and and you know maybe maybe they don't need to play great defense, but they're not gonna win. I don't I don't see this team win the championship as currently constructed, unless they they make another like significant
0: trade. I do agree with, with what kwan is saying about them having to you know be more offensive and then be a lot more offensive now than is defensive. But when you have Luca and Kyrie in double digits and the rest of your squad is in single digits, <laughs> it's just Luca and Kyrie ball every night. And so if teams are sitting sitting in the room, you know watching tape, they're gonna be like okay. Let's isolate Kyrie and Luka and let's make other guys on their squad score. They just traded away Dinwiddie, who was their second best scorer and who was averaging 24 and 4 when Luka wasn't playing. And now that he's gone, is that they, they know their score. It was like fucking Christian Wood, who's you know, a, he's a big man.
1: Again, in defense of that, them saying it, it being Luca and Kyrie ball every night, every night previous, uh, prior to this was just Luca night, and it still was nothing they could do about it for for whatever fucking reason. How however slow Luca moves and and all of that shit is just nothing you could do about it. I, so I mean I don't know, man. If if they can find a way to make that that shit work, because I think Kyrie moved a lot faster than Luca, like a lot faster. I think that their play style is just starkly different. I I I'm so interested in this experiment and uh, Jason Kidd. Like I, I don't <laughs> know, man. It's just like. <laughs> I think that the way Claw's, that Jason Claw's Kidd... I face is,
0: when he said that. was hilarious. Yeah, man.
1: Just, uh, like, I, I, I just... I don't Like, Jason Kidd was... He was decent defensively uh, at some points in his career. But apparently, you just can't make Luka play defense. You just... If that's the page that they own, Kyrie gonna adapt to that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, if I'm Kyrie, I wouldn't play no defense anyway. You know what I'm saying? I'm right at home. So, would it having been Luka ball every other night prior to Kyrie, I think that it being Luka ball and Kyrie ball now is... You know what I'm saying? That, that adds a, a completely different offensive dynamic uh, to the game. But no matter what, like, despite all of this shit that I'm saying, I, I just, I, I don't think that is a championship team.
0: I said it before the comments go. This backfired for both squads. This trade request definitely backfired for Kyrie and his camp. Because I guarantee you when Kyrie and his camp went in and put this trade request in, their top squad was not Dallas on, on their list. I don't even think Dallas would, would even be anywhere near their list. I heard it was uh, L.A., and I, some other fucking squads, some of Clippers, I, Clippers yeah. I, I think were-, we're Dallas the came out of nowhere to me.
1: Both uh, of those, Dallas and uh, the Clippers, yeah.
0: And if you're the Mavericks, you just gave a 2029 first round pick for a guy that you have no idea is, is even gonna commit to you for, for the future because he's, he's a free agent at the end of the year. So he's a what, four month rental for you right now? Because you got what, February, March, April, three, four month rental right now uh, based on it. If, if you even get to the playoffs, first of all, you're in the West, you're six in the West right now, The West has gotten a lot better since last year. The East was better than the West last year, but the West has gotten a lot better this year. And your end goal is to help Luka out more, get to the playoffs and possibly win a championship. And I don't think that this squad right now with Luka and Kyrie... Is built for a championship as it stacks up against the other squads in in the West right now. So I think this this will backfire. For the, well, it did backfire for Kyrie, and I think it did backfire for the Mavericks more so more so the Mavericks than, than it is Kyrie, because Kyrie has an out for this. He can leave next season and go somewhere else. The Mavericks are stuck. You you, lo- you lose Dinwiddie, you lose the first round picks, and and then you lose the multiple second round picks as well for Kyrie. If he leaves, you're fucked. So so that so that puts Luca in an even worse spot. Than, than, than he was before. So so not, o- not only are you fucking over your 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 star, you're fucking over yourselves by training for Kyrie if you don't go all the way this year, which I doubt they will. And bro, you know
1: what? You know what I forgot about? <laughs> ben Simmons. <laughs> ben Simmons right now and at this very moment.
0: Where are you, Ben? I have you Such. in fantasy, you fuck.
1: I loved... Ben Simmons in Philly. I loved him in uh at LSU and I hate LSU. I too. I don't know what happened to this man. So now I think that he's much more of a burden on Brooklyn. I, Kyrie left the building burning. Like he, he set the building on fire and left it burning. I think that it was the ultra power move cuz now like the cars is all in Kyrie's hands. Like don't nobody know his next move. The fact that there could be a next move that we don't know about is you know what I'm saying that, that that's all Kyrie want in my opinion. But Ben Simmons bro that that big ass contract I don't think either team got better, if I'm being honest. Like, I, I don't think either team got, got, like, just just overall better. So, again, KD is going, you know what I'm saying? Let these motherfuckers know. Like, yo, I know y'all remember before last season when I had requested that trade, we going Light that back up, cause <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know what the fuck y'all got going on here, but hey, you know, yeah. I, I'm 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 Kevin Durant. Y'all know who I am.
0: Katie has no rings in my personal record book uh, after joining the Warriors. <laughs> no rings in my personal record book. So he has currently zero rings. But but then if you're Ben Simmons, I'm glad Quan brought it up. I'm seeing the, these mock lineups on Twitter of the new Nets squad. Zero of them have I have I seen Ben Simmons included in that. And right now, now that Dinwiddie is back in Brooklyn, their point guard room is fucking loaded. They got Dinwiddie, they got Cam Thomas, who's been an emerging star for the Nets, and they got Ben Simmons. So if you're Ben Simmons, you got more people trying to take your job now. And I think Ben Simmons is is not really into the NBA or just playing basketball at all. I see he was out with uh, Isaac Gonzalez a a couple nights ago. Ben Simmons, W for you off the court, buddy. But on the court horrendous because yeah. i have you in fantasy basketball and you are nowhere to be found every time i go on the app it's a zero by your name because you're not fucking playing and you're always out always a big o by your name you dumb fuck Get down even the fucking if he court.
1: is playing bro it's single digits single digits everything bro i just yeah. i don't Triple understand single. like there is no reason that that somebody's 610 with with the ability to that Ability that he has, like, should be playing this way. I mean, yeah. like, if you want out of the league, bro, just say that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, you're not helping anybody right now. You, you, like, you're not helping them win. And, like, you said about uh, Dan like, being, being the probably the, the primary point guard now, that makes Ben Simmons virtually useless on offense. He's not gonna shoot. You know, uh, outside of you know, outside of the uh the restricted area. Not really taking a, a lot of shots uh outside of the area and then it, yeah. it get clogged up if then we bring the ball up to court and where's K D? You know what I'm saying? Like when he finally get back. This shit is disastrous for both teams. K D and Kyrie going to Brooklyn. Just overall, like when, whenever we look back on this, think about the James Harden shit. Think about how the Ben Simmons trade, like how it did or didn't work out for either team. Think about how Kyrie left after that. They can do a documentary about this whole, like like these past four or five years.
0: I see in the stats: Harden, Kyrie, and Durant. A total of sixteen games played together. One playoff series win. Four trade requests. Horrendous! That is re- that is fucking embarrassing.
1: <laughs> Who put trade request as a stat? <laughs> I
0: don't know. It was, it was four trade requests in targets. You had Harden with one, you had KD with one, and then you had Kyrie with two. So that makes four. Horrendous! Like, what are you doing? That was that had to be the worst failed experiment in NBA history of trying to form a big three because they call it the best big three on paper, right? Sixteen games total total played, four trade requests, one playoff series win. And I I don't think most of them even played that playoff series too because Katie was the one that was carrying them against uh uh the series four against the Bucks.
1: And if I if I remember correctly, bro, I think that KD and Kyrie only played like eighty seven games together total.
0: Yeah.
1: That's that's yeah. shameful.
0: Kyrie has not played sixty five plus games in five years. Disgusting some of it was for injury most of it was for sitting out because he's an anti-masker anti-vaxxer
1: he's still nasty though on the goddamn court don't 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 get that motherfucker mixing but, you know what i'm saying he, but, he, he's but, still but that's what mixing i'm saying motherfuckers on the court
0: that's what i'm saying Quan. he's averaging 27 5 and 5 this year he's an all-star and he's playing for a team that's fourth in the west right now who's in a way better spot than the team he's going to right now so this completely backfired on him more than he wanted to and if you're Kyrie, did you even agree to this or did you even have a choice to do this because if i was Kyrie, i'd say fuck that I'm not going to fucking Dallas. Go find somebody else. But then again, Kyrie, he didn't plan it properly. You gave them the request on Friday. The trade deadline is on Thursday. That's less than a week to fucking go out and 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 find a suitor for you that suits that both you and the Nets, you dumb fuck. So what are you doing there? Obviously, you are you and your team. I, I think his stepmom is his agent. I'm not even gonna get into that. Fire her ass. You fucked yourself over, Kyrie. You're an idiot. Makes no sense. Now,
1: I will say that I think Kyrie burned a bridge to his like any kind of financial gain from this I, I think that he like he set himself back because no team is gonna give him more than two years now I think it's, it's gonna be a one and one you know what I'm saying like you you hear like guarantee one year and then the second year option team option I don't team think option I was gonna say <laughs> option. yeah
0: I don't yes. think it's gonna be a
1: player option um and gonna have to like nickel and dime for the rest of his career because i just don't see them you know what i'm saying i i I don't see them fully committing to him past uh two two seasons past really one season committing past one season
0: start saving those coupons start shopping at food for less
1: (laughs) he shot himself in the foot but like at this very moment he does hold all the cards
0: scenario right here kwan you're an nba gm i'm an agent take away the name kyrie irving we're sitting here together. I'm saying I'm going to propose a player that I have on, on, on my roster right now that is a free agent. He's 30 years old. He was an all-star last year. He hasn't played 65-plus games in five years. He has destroyed multiple franchises that he's gone to. <laughs> that he's gone to. He, he requested a trade four times in four years, and he's a nuisance to, to society. Do you want to sign him? And your answer would be unlikely, no, because this guy is a fucking cancer two teams. He's a great player. Great, I, I'm, I'm not saying he's a trash player. I'm not, I'm not saying that at all. Kyrie's a great player. He's averaging 27 points. He's, almost, he's averaging almost 30 points per game, 35 and five. Like, come on, that's that's a great player. But then again, can what, what he's doing off the court affect what, what's, what's going on on the court? And it always does 100% of the time. So I can't see a team Offering Kyrie a max deal like, like the one that he has right now because I, I think he, he's, he's eligible for even more based on based on the contract that he has now that he signed So if you're a, if you're an NBA GM you're like I'm not giving you a fucking max deal You haven't played 65 plus games in five years and you're 30 years old buddy you're fucked If you're a Mavericks fan you're, you're looking at Mark Cuban like what the fuck is going on here Because if this doesn't work out with Kyrie which it probably won't you are now wasting the prime years of Luka, which are going to come by very quickly. Because once it hits that thirty age mark, they're like, okay, I'm gonna. They start slowing on a little bit. Unless you're LeBron, if you're a LeBron sexual out there who wants to, you know, do those stats out there.
1: He's a, he's a great. He's thirty six points away from being the greatest scorer of all time.
0: I'll get to that at the end uh, once I uh, debunk this whole LeBron uh, scoring thing. That's that's been going on. But then again, as I was saying. With Kyrie and the Mavericks, like I said to Logan last week, if you're an NFL team, your end goal every year is to be to win the Super Bowl. If you're an NBA team, your end goal every year, unless you're a shit team that's hanging like the Houston Rockets, your end goal, if you are, if you believe that that you're competitive and you have a top player in the league, your end goal every year should be to win the NBA championship. If you're Mark Cuban, you're sitting down with the fans. A fan asks you realistically, do you think that with Kyrie and the squad that we have right now? Can win a championship in the NBA. And if he says yes, he's a fucking liar because this squad cannot win because the squad with Kyrie with, without Kyrie before this trade wasn't good enough. The squad with Kyrie is not good enough either. So th- this, this, this is definitely what was a lose-lose for, uh, for, for the Mavericks and Kyrie. I mean, who, who wants to go to Texas? Ugh, Republicans. But oh no, come on, that's, that's just, it's, it's a shame because Kyrie's, I, I guarantee it, Kyrie will either sign a humongous deal with Dallas because I, I, Dallas may, may give him that money in order for him to stay. And then it'd and then be like, you know what? Get fucking scammed, bitch. I'm, I'm going to request a trade from you as well. So get, get me the fuck out here again. It's, it's, it's going to happen all over again. I guarantee it.
1: I'm, I'm going to tell you a secret, Mark Cuban, that may not be a secret. Three keys to Luca One, he's white. Two, he smokes cigarettes. Three, he drinks beer during the season. It's not really a good mix for, for a motherfucker that uh-huh. you're trying to, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> win championships with. Yeah. He came he came into camp. Was that this season or last season? Fat. You hear me? Facts. He was a large man, and there was no reason for that. There was no reason yeah. for that. Uh, it, so you know, you you gotta get that shit in as quick as you can, dog, because you know that's what she said. I know that you.
0: <laughs> I know
1: that you are aware, but white people age like milk, and Luca is accelerating that process, brother.
0: Tristan Thompson to add on to what to what Kyrie, but to, to the whole Kyrie thing. When this news broke up about Kyrie requesting a trade, right? Tristan Thompson went on national television on ESPN and said that he texted Kyrie and told him that him, LeBron, and Kyrie should get the band back together in LA and that Kyrie hearted the message. This is why I cannot stand ESPN because LeBron is out here getting his friends jobs at ESPN. He already got Perkins a job, he got Richard Jefferson a job, now he got Tristan Thompson a job. And he think, he, he's making these guys think that they are his friends and that they are good players. In what fucking universe, listen, Thompson, do you think that you are a big three with LeBron, Kyrie, and yourself? You fucking idiot. You are a moron. LeBron doesn't even think about you on, on, on a daily basis. He probably doesn't even remember your first name. He probably just remembers <laughs> yeah. you as Thompson, the guy, the guy who was my center on Cleveland, who did jack shit for me, and I passed the ball to and lobbed it up to. Get the fuck out of here, buddy. That's, that was so embarrassing for him. Like, come on. Uh, that brings us to our, to our sponsor, SeatGeek. Uh, for those that don't know what SeatGeek is, SeatGeek is an app that helps you buy and sell tickets in the most helpful way. On your phone, download the app, you sign in. It automatically shows you available events in your area. So whether it's a sports game, it's a concert, it's a comedy show, it doesn't matter. They have it all. So the best thing about it is it will show you the best deals for you. Green being a good deal, yellow being an okay deal, and then red being a bad deal. It also will rate the deal from one through 10 to give you the best deal possible. Seeking also allows you to uh, sell your tickets as well. So if you buy a ticket and you end up not being able to go to the event, you, you can sell the ticket on the app. Promo code GQUAD for $20 off your first purchase. So thank you for Seeking for sponsoring us. Thomas Brady, he officially retired from the NFL. Uh he announced it via video on Instagram.
1: Never been a Tom Brady fan. Uh, I believe a, a few weeks ago that I said and I stand by that he has the most punchable face in NFL history. He's the greatest winner of all time. He's the greatest winner in, in NFL history. You, that can't be denied. But I don't think he's the best quarterback. I don't think he's the greatest quarterback. I just think that he made eliminate out of his out of the limits that he was dealt and i'm glad about the fact that he's able to walk away on his own you know i i don't i didn't want to see him carted off the field for the last time or some shit like that so i'm very very thankful that that he got to do it on his own and you know his his tearful emotional goodbye i'm, I'm glad that it got to be that instead of you know us like watching him throw a thumbs up or whatever man because you know it was getting kind of kind of spooky that time <laughs> to say the least because i mean i like i also said before Tom Brady is two years younger than my father. That's ridiculous.
0: I will believe it when I see it, Thomas. I will believe it once the season starts and, and you're not on a team. That's, that's the only way I, I will believe this because this dude did it last year. He retired. A month later he came back and, and played for another team. So the only way that, that I would believe that Tom Brady is not done playing is done playing football is when the season starts again and Thomas is not on a team. That's the only way I'm, I'm gonna believe this. So
1: I've seen one report and I've seen one theory. The report was that it was either back to Tampa Bay or retired. I've seen that
0: too. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't know if I believe that 100%, but uh the the theory that I've seen was that maybe he like he's not he's not going to start the season uh on a team, but maybe like a team that that goes down a quarterback or, you know yeah. what I'm saying, is in playoff contention but has a good team just just needs somebody to get them over the hump, they might give Tom a call. Tom is going to get calls regardless, but whether or not he feels these calls uh is is up for debate, I guess. I think that he does accept these calls. I think that he does consider it. Um, I just I don't know. I I think that that he's uh, I think he's done.
0: I found it quite odd that Thomas just, uh, you know, out of of nowhere, just announced this, you know, out of the blue on Instagram via video uh, with on some beach in Florida, right? A fan found the exact location where he filmed the video at, took a glass jar, bottled up the sand, and auctioned the sand off on eBay titled sand or Tom Brady Film Retirement Video, and they auctioned it off for like fourteen grand. The, the top bid right now was fourteen thousand dollars for the fucking sand at Tom Brady's fucking video. That is fucking nuts.
1: Why do you want butt dirt? Like think about <laughs> think about what that is, bro.
0: The title was so great. It said, Sand from Tom Brady Retirement Video. And the, the bids were like $1,000, $2,500, $3,000. And then the top one was $14,000 for Tom Brady's ass sand from the fucking retirement video. That is crazy. That is nuts. Uh, Quan brought up how uh, how he thought, and this was a couple weeks ago too, how his top three quarterbacks of all time were Manning, Rodgers, and Mahomes, um, and then I said that uh, Aaron Rodgers wasn't even in my top five, and I said that Big Ben was better than him. Uh, who's better, in, in your opinion, do you think, is Brady or Rodgers, in, in your opinion?
1: Ooh, Better at... Better quarterback. I'll give it to Tom. I'll give it to Tom, but...
0: Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah.
1: But I I, I don't know. I I think the Aaron Rodgers thing is just preference.
0: If you have a brain, you know, it's Brady. We, we have the stats here. Wow. Records. Thomas, he's 251 and 81. Rodgers is 147, 74 and one. Brady has 104 more wins than he does. Playoff record. Aaron Rodgers, 35 and 12. Uh, excuse me. Tom Brady, 35 and 12. Aaron Rodgers, w- w- which is that was his record. Uh, Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs is 11 and 10. Uh, Super Bowls. Brady has seven. Rodgers has one. Longest Super Bowl drought, because Quan brought it up uh, during uh, our our debate a couple weeks ago. Tom Brady went 10 years without winning one, and Aaron Rodgers is currently on a 13-year losing streak (laughs) and a drought of not having a Super Bowl. Not surprised by that. Average uh, season stats. uh, Brady has an average of 4,138 yards. Aaron Rodgers has an average of 4,085 uh, Brady throws, throws an average of 30 touchdowns per year to, compared to Aaron Rodgers, 35 point, 31.5. Brady throws an average of 9 picks, Rodgers throws 7. Brady has a 63.8 average completion percentage, Rodgers has a 64.6. Uh, average wins, 12, 12.1, Rodgers 9.9. Uh, average losses is 3.5, Rodgers 5.1. Average time sack per year, 27.7, Rodgers 37.9. And then the uh, playoff stats. Uh, in 41 playoff games, Tom Brady is 30 and 11, a- averages 277 yards per game, 1.78 touchdowns per game, 0.85 interceptions thrown per game, 60- 63% average completion percentage, 1.76 average wins per playoff berth, 0.64 average losses per playoff berth, and 1.6 sacks. Rodgers, 18 playoff games, he has a 10 and 8 record, 279 and uh, 0.2 average yards per game, 2.22 touchdowns per game. 0.66 interceptions thrown per game. Average Make sure you wrap
1: this up with the favorite. With your favorite stat that you like to leave out.
0: I'm gonna, I, it's on the list. If average wins per playoff worth 1.1. Average losses per playoff birth 0.88. Average time sack 2.4. They have faced each other five times. Brady leads with three and two against Rodgers. And the only stat that Rodgers beats him in, MVPs, Brady has three, and Rodgers has four. But... In my opinion, Brady was robbed of MVP in 2021, which Rodgers won. So it should be Brady with four and Rodgers with three. <laughs> this is my opinion. In 2021, Tom Brady was robbed of MVP from Aaron Rodgers. He should have Not four. Rodgers should have three. The stats are right here. Brady, we'll do we'll do, it, we'll do we'll do it again. Brady had 43 passing touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers had 37. Brady had 12 interceptions. Rodgers had four yards. Brady had 5,116 yards. Aaron Rodgers had 4,115. Brady had 485 completions. Rodgers had 366. Brady had a 67.5 completion percentage. Aaron Rodgers had a 68.8. QBR, 68.5 for Brady, 68.8 for Rodgers. Brady led the Bucks to the number one passing offense in the league that year and has the edge in yards by more than 1,200 yards in Rodgers. He has the edges in touchdowns and completions. And, in fact, his 485 completions are the most ever for a quarterback in a season. Tom Brady was fucking robbed that year, Aaron Rodgers.
1: You want to know what a what a quarterback is not supposed to do? Your Ooh, family oh, hates you, Aaron Rodgers. Your on, team on,
0: hates on, you. And Green Bay hates you. They're going to trade you. Fuck you.
1: Throwing single-digit interceptions in the season is impressive, man. It's just, I mean, I don't know what you want to do about it.
0: A quarterback is also, is also supposed to pass the ball, which Brady did, and he had 1,200 more yards than Aaron Rodgers did that season. Not surprised he by also that had, he was a better player that year. He Aaron was a better player. Just admit, it, admit have, it.
1: That was it. That was it, Devontae Adams, and that's all.
0: Aaron Rodgers stole that from Brady that year. It's just plain and simple. I have to make, make a uh, public apology right now to, which I rarely do, first of all, uh, to Brock Purdy. Uh, I said <laughs> I said last week, without context, without any information, that, that, that he quit on his team and that he was a faker and all that. Cry baby L. Uh, turns out, uh, now that we have more news on this, uh, probably a fake report, but that's fine. Uh, needs Tommy John surgery and, and is expected to miss about a year after tearing his UCL. Uh, a return in six to nine months is unlikely. So, sorry to Brock. Purdy for calling him a quitter. Cry L. But But he still got cucked by the Eagles. Not surprised by that. Even if he was healthy, they still would have lost. But yes, I do apologize for him calling him a quitter. Uh, he did indeed uh, fuck up his hand.
1: I guess I read a report with like different results. They were saying that uh, it's kind of optional. Well, yeah, actually, um, I guess he 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 was going to get a second opinion. So I'm guessing your report. He got, he already got the second opinion.
0: I'm not sure that this is from Dan Kleiman on, on of uh, ESPN. What's the date on that? I we don't have the date on that. Fuck, I believe it was earlier this, this week. This
1: man man's supposed to be a fucking professional podcasting reporter and shit. We don't oh, have this the week. Date. I said.
0: We don't have the take- date. Second opinion in my ass, party. Your fucking your hand is fucking torn up. You need surgery. Get the fucking damn. You fine.
1: was just apologizing to him.
0: Jesus. No, I take it back now. Fuck you. Get the surgery. Fix your hand. And Trey Lance is gonna take your job. Congrats. You lost your job to Trey Lance. You're fucked.
1: What even that. caused you to take that back? Me him saying-
0: yes. Fuck that shit. I'm not. I'm, I'm taking it back. I don't apologize. You're a quitter faker, cry BL. Your hand is fucking fine. Get the surgery, don't, I don't give a fuck anymore. Fuck you. Trey Lance, this is your time. This man stole your job. He's injured. He's on the sideline. This is your time, Trey Lance. If, if Trey Lance, if you are not the starting quarterback for the 49ers this year and for the future, Jimmy Garoppolo is gone. This is your time. Take the job and run away with it because you, you're their only option. Move on and, and get the goddamn job. This is your time, Trey Lance. What's Take funny the is you
1: brought this whole thing up. You brought this whole thing up about issuing the public apology and then- you decided yeah. to take it. Ah, fuck off! I right. take it. I'm Nico. Back.
0: Fuck it, Rock Party. Fuck you. You're a fluke, one hit wonder. You choked in the playoffs and got hurt. Your team got cucked. and the Eagles destroyed you like I predicted. And now you have lost your job. You were doing just fine, and of course, what you do, fucked it all up and lost your job to Trey Lance. Congrats. Hold the. Uh, I don't even think it's over. At- edit,
1: like right now. <laughs> but uh, what'd you it's think over. about the 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 revamp? No, the revamp Pro Bowl game.
0: I thought it was horrendous. It is the stupidest shit I've ever seen in my life. No Pro Bowl game this year. Instead, they had Pro Bowl games, which included dodgeball, tic-tac-toe with kickers, and a flag football game. Josh Uh, Jacobs was asked. I do believe it was
1: called kick-tac-toe. Thank you very
0: much. I'm a grown man. I'm not saying that on a live podcast. That is cringe. Josh Jacobs was there as a pro bowler and was asked what he thought about the new format and his response was this shit is stupid. And I completely (laughs) agree with him. This is the stupidest shit I have ever seen in my life. We watched the NFL players for 18 straight weeks go out full force and compete to go out and win a Super Bowl and do whatever it takes to win. And the game that brings the best players from that year together. Has a flag football game, players playing tic-tac-toe, and tickling and laughing with each other for fucking two days in a row. It is horrendous. This is the stupidest shit the NFL has ever done in their lives. The Pro Bowl should just be the two worst teams in the NFL playing for the number one pick because this is this shit is just dumb. That that would be a lot more entertaining than fucking watching Josh Jacobs and fucking Justin Jefferson tickle each other and giggle while playing tic tac toe. Enough Stop with this, Mcdowell.
1: Nobody tickle each other. Stop saying that. I
0: said it. I said it last year too. When when, when this shit was announced, this is fucking dumb. No one wants to watch. Tic Tac Toe with I did not watch one second of this Pro Bowl weekend or festivities. I was not gonna get up out of my bed or turn on the turn on the TV to watch this garbage. And when when you have an actual Pro Bowler and John Jacob saying this shit is stupid on national television about your fucking performance and, and about this whole format, it's embarrassing. Goodell, do your job.
1: I think that now that they have changed the whole format, like they they revamped everything. Um, I think that now they just gotta shift when it's being played. 'Cause I think that if they move it to mid season like uh, you know, most sports, then it'll get a lot more attention, you know what I'm saying? Especially if it's flagged, like it's not a not a lot of risk, you know, of injury there. So I I just think that they should move it to mid season. And also, I don't know why they moved it away from Hawaii, but I just I don't see why not. If not Hawaii then uh Mexico, like they do that. Um, you know what I'm saying, like they do the Mexico games. Uh I think that it should congrats. be mid season yeah I, okay so first off make it midseason. season put it in either mexico or hawaii and i don't know like if i would do like stipulations like um make make it because i think they play more than one full game of flag football so i think like do like um the nba does with the charities because i love how the nba uh changed the all-star game i love it i fucking love it like i i haven't missed one yet like since they changed it um i Fuck think that charities. They, i think <laughs> Jesus. Christ. <laughs> I think that they changed it for for the better. I, I think that see any negatives with how the NBA and how they did it, how they're doing it this year when the, the uh, draft is live. Oh, man. oh I love they, they, that. Oh, man, man, man. That, I mean, that's dope. So I just think we'll that, that at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think that, that the um, NFL just got to work on like timing. 'Cause ain't nobody about to watch this shit before the, the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? If if you thought one nobody watching it before, it damn sure ain't gonna be nobody watching no flag football, you know what I'm saying, uh the week before the Super Bowl. So just move it to the middle of the season where like everybody get the week off or whatever, that would possibly give some teams a second bye week, right? Probably.
0: And, and you know what they they, they they probably won't do that format because they there's no way that, that they're gonna stop mid season and stop loot and, and you know, stop all those games and that TV money and shit like that some fucking tickling and giggling uh, at, in Hawaii and shit. You know what I
1: mean? I feel you. I, I just, I don't know. I, I think that that's their problem now, though. They just got to work on, like, when when this game is played.
0: They have players there that are not pro bowlers. Why is Tyler, Taylor Huntley there? He's not a pro bowler. Derek Carr got waived by his team. He is not a pro bowler. He, he has hasn't guys there, yet. Derek Carr, newsflash, buddy. You're getting fucking waived because you're nobody like is going to trade for you because you're owed 31 million this uh next year and 41 million next year and nobody's paying for that for a guy who led the league in interception so newsflash my friend you're getting fucking waved so i'm gonna wave at you right now and you will wave back on twitter you gotta wave buddy okay you're not a pro bowler the huntley guy from from the ravens is not a, he threw two touchdown passes this year i think or something yeah, four like picks that. i believe is that a pro bowler nfl no and also flag football and giggling is not, fucking, is not football at all either. So I don't want to see people being happy. It makes me sick. Uh, we know. I, I was scrolling on Twitter and, and I came across this tweet from Darrell Rivas. Uh, so Darrell Rivas tweeted a picture of Chad Johnson or Chad Otocinco saying, What receiver you know wears spat? I only thought running backs were spat on cleats but claim my gear was ugly buddy i shut you down two weeks in a row first week zero catches zero yards second week two catches for 28 yards just live with the facts it will sink in soon at Ocho Cinco, chad johnson responded with (laughs) i had 28 yards on you so technically you didn't shut me down i said you were the best i face but i didn't like your socks pulled so high (laughs) we can meet at the park and line it up again (laughs) that's
1: gangster that's gangster
0: Imagine you are walking through the park, right, and you see Chad Johnson and Darrell Rebus lined up at the park in their 40s. Yeah. Because this guy said his socks were pulled up fucking too high. That is hilarious. And
1: you know they arguing too, like between every play. You know they are, they talking top shit, and they're um, running it back at the park. Wouldn't, wouldn't do anything. Like that wouldn't prove <laughs> shit to nobody. Like who says right. that? What
0: <laughs> if we can meet him at meet up? Meet we can meet at the park and line it up again. Like what? And and who, who's who's gonna be throwing the ball to them I have no yeah. idea. Who... Think
1: about Ch- Chad Johnson is requesting a one on one football game. That is <laughs> insane. The park. Yeah, that at is the insane.
0: Park. At that a is local point nice. Time for Super Bowl predictions. Eagles are currently a one and a half point favorite over Kansas City. I'm taking the Eagles on uh, on this one. I am taking Pat. You will regret that. I was scrolling through Twitter and I came across the XFL team, the Seattle Dragons, uh, which is which is my favorite XFL team from when it first came out uh, in 2020. Uh, before after the original one, I rooted for them because they were my team, and I seen that Ben DiNucci is their quarterback. I'm fucking. I'm hyped for oh, this shit wow. now yes yes he is their quarterback he is their quarterback so i am hype i'm calling it right now ben dinucci xfl mvp this, this, this is going to be great he's going to lead the seattle dragons to a championship i have this topic here titled nba bums i don't even know what this is i think i put this in there earlier in the week. oh yeah yeah because yeah. i've seen a report saying that, that the phoenix suns are seeking t- uh, two of the following three things in exchange for uh, for jay crowder a first round draft pick a good young player and a good solid rotation player well who now? For Jay Crowder. Are you fucking kidding nice. me? That's blasphemous. Nice. Where, where the fuck are you getting this from? I'll give you a, a bag of chips and a Snickers for Jay Crowder. How about that? Because this guy is not worth any of that shit. A first-round draft pick for Jay Crowder? Get the hell out of here, NBA. I'm so sick of these, these bums thinking, thinking that they're at, that they're worth much. Fred Van Fleet. According to reports, Fred Van Fleet considered himself a 30 million to $35 million player before the season started. He averaged 26-4 and four last year, and this year he's averaging 19-4-4. Really, it's a
1: down year for him. Even, I mean, shooting like every statistic, like he's he's played better recently, but still is like his numbers are just down, very down. Shooting
0: thirty nine percent from the field this year. It's pitiful. You want thirty five million dollars? Get the hell out of here, Fred Frederick. That's awful. That's horrendous. I have the uh, the last thirteen games of Damian Lillard here that I want to read out. 50 points, 36 points, 40 points, 44 points, 25 points, 24 points, 37 points, 60 points, 30 points, 42 points, 42 points, 29 points, 40 points. Six of those 13 games were losses. Blazers, get this man some help. And Damon Luther why? I said this, I've been saying this for years now. Why did you not leave this team to go somewhere else? You are suffering. This is fucking torture, Damian Lillard. To drop 60 points, you won that game, but he dropped 40 against the Bulls last night. He lost, clearly. (laughs) What are you doing? You you had a chance to leave this team. Like I said with Lamar Jackson, this team has shown you for years that they are not willing to build around, they were not willing to build around you and you continually stay with this team to not run from the grind. I would appreciate you doing that. Go to a different team already. You're, you're already 30, 32 years old. Your time's running out, buddy. This is fucking ridiculous. Go and leave somewhere else. This is fucking shameful. Uh, it's, 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 it's hard to watch. He is my favorite player in the NBA. And to watch him drop 40 points and lose, even though it was against my Bulls, it hurt me to watch that because Lillard kills us every time he plays us. It's 40 points automatic against the Bulls when Lillard plays us.
1: Dame is my guy. I love Dame. I think that what's important to Dame is just loyalty. I I think that Fuck like he cemented, he he's gonna be a hall of famer. I think that he's gonna be the greatest trailblazer of all time. I think that I don't think that means more to him than a championship, but I just think that comfort and I don't think his situation would be the same if you just if you moved him to a different team or if it's just different. It's just different there. Like they they just they, I don't I don't I don't think we've had a Blazers team that has like built around the start in my lifetime. They drafted CJ, right?
0: He was the worst number two guy I've ever seen in my life, but they did draft him, yes.
1: I don't think a championship would change anything about Dame's legacy or anything like that.
0: I'll be fucking causing a ruckus. This man dropped 60 points, eight assists on 72% from the field. His, His field goal percentage is all this. 57%, 55%, 58%, 60%, 63%, 72%, 50%, 50%. 57% 57% last night. Fucking lovely. Best player. Best, best, point guard, best point guard in the league, I'm saying. That's my opinion. I, I I think he's better than Curry. Hands down better than Curry.
1: As far as point guard, I, as, I could agree.
0: Take away the MVPs, all other shit. There's a better point guard than Curry. Let's, re, let's revisit the 2013 Nets-Celtics trade here. Nets received Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Jason Terry, and DJ White. Celtics received five players, three first-round draft picks, one pick, uh, plus one pick swap. The 2016 pick became Jalen Brown. The 2017 pick became Jason Tatum. The Nets record since 2013, 351 and 418. The Celtics record since 2013, 442 and 329. Boston has made three conference finals in that span and made one finals. The Nets have made the conference finals once in that span and missed the playoffs three years in a row at one point and had to deal with Kyrie. Uh, Both teams have won zero championships in this span. Who won this trade?
1: Celtics. By a long shot.
0: We have thought of Dallas the Celtics.
1: They are closer to a championship than the Nets are. Star power, you can you can say that. Like, the Nets have had more star power. They have had more Hall of Famers, uh, you know, during this time. But at the end of the day, like, that don't really add up to anything.
0: I think this is hands down the biggest robbery in NBA history. The Celtics unloaded off on, Paul, on Kevin Garner and Paul Pierce and got back Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown in, in, the, in the picks that they got from, from Brooklyn.
1: I don't know about the robbery. biggest robbery, brother. I don't know about the biggest robbery. W- don't, forget w- don't forget that Rudy Gobert. Don't forget that Rudy Gobert got traded. To, oh yeah, uh, yeah, the- yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that. I agree with that. But the no mask, nothing. Ass, there. No mask, gun, broad daylight. No mask, was-
0: no gun. Yes. Yeah. Major L Six. for the Brooklyn Nets, and now they have no Kyrie, and uh, they're stuck with uh, fucking Dinwiddie. All right, All Star Game. Full rosters are here. Let's uh, react to the to the rosters and the snubs, possibly. Uh, starters for the East. We got Giannis. Kyrie, eh. Donovan Mitchell, Kevin Durant, Tatum, and the West, we got LeBron, eh, that's a courtesy vote, uh, Jokic, Curry, Donchich, and Zion,
1: <laughs> is LeBron not averaging 30 points a game or something,
0: no, uh, I mean, come on, stat padding, and it's 20th uh, stat patter, lost last night, we'll get to that, anyway, reserves for the East, we got Jalen Brown, Joel B. DeRozan, Julius Randle, Drew Holiday, Tyrese Halliburton, Bam Adebayo, and then for the West, we got Shea, Damian Lillard, Paul George, Laurie Markin, and John Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr., and DeMontis Sabonis.
1: I don't know how Zion made it. I'm going to be honest. Um, Zion yeah, 29 is, games play. yeah, phenomenal. I think when he's on the court, he's one of the most unstoppable forces we've ever seen in the NBA. But that's so few and far between. So I, I'm, I'm not sure about that. Other than that, the only thing that I saw where they were saying that AD got the shaft, basically AD got the shaft and um, James Harden got the shaft.
0: Harden is arguable, AD is not. How so? Didn't play too many games. He played more than Zion did, but I don't think AD was healthy enough to uh, to get that. To if get he that. played
1: more than Zion, he should be there. I think he was having a better season than Zion.
0: I don't think Zion should have made it either, based on the games that he played. But
1: but I'm saying if he's there, like if I mean, in my opinion, I mean, fair and fair. Come,
0: I don't. AD stay healthy. I mean, that's not my fault. Zion and <laughs> AD, you're one's one's a little fat and so who needs to stay healthy. The other one is uh, is made out of glass, so that's his fault. So
1: Zion and Steph are not playing in this game. So I do see ad uh playing in the game
0: stephanie curry not playing because of that injury and Antonio davis is not playing either because he's probably going to get hurt before the game even happens so uh,
1: trying to see who else uh i believe
0: zach Levine to get in who i believe got snubbed and also also pascal siakam as well who i think got robbed as well over julius randall in my opinion I, I think it should be uh zach Levine over drew holiday i didn't agree with the drew holiday one getting picked uh, and i think siakam should get should have gotten in over julius randall zach Levine, 23 points per game four rebounds per game four assists per game 46% from the field, 37% from the three. Drew Holiday 19-5 and 7, 45% from the field, 36% from three. Really? Come on. Zach Levine got didn't get in, but Drew Holiday did. Fuck out here. Drew Holiday has did play well in in that span when Yanis was out. I don't think he should have been an All Star this year. Uh, And then Siakam, 24 points per game, eight rebounds per game, six assists per game, 47% from the field. Dropped 52 points on the Knicks this season in MSG. And didn't get in, but Julius Randle, who he dropped 52 points on, averaged 24, 10, and 4, 45% from the field and got in. Bullshit.
1: AD, AD's 27.1 points a game, uh, 2.6 assists, 12 rebounds, uh, 57.5% of field goal. 12 percentage. rebounds, wow. That is fucking nuts. Yeah. For him to not have made the, the All Star game is nuts. Do you hear me? That is nuts.
0: Yeah. Probably the YMCA all-star game. That's probably all he's going to play at when oh, he gets hurt anyway. Wow. Stay healthy, wow. you bum. I love Day D. He's, he's from Chicago, but when but when he teamed up with LeBron and wants to become friends with LeBron, I said, you're my enemy now. So any, anyone that, that is LeBron's friend is my enemy. LeBron SPN and LeBron Report every fucking time. He
1: is 36 points away oh. <sighs> from being the greatest scorer that has ever lived, Nico. I don't like... I. You, I, I think you hear me, but I don't think you're listening.
0: We finally got to that section of, of, of the part where I'm going to debunk LeBron's all-time all scoring record that he's going to break, obviously. I'm going to debunk it right now. Can I do that?
1: I, I think it's impossible, but go ahead.
0: Here we go. I think, in my opinion, based on, based on the facts that I have, it's, it was more impressive for Kareem to get this record than it is for LeBron to break it. Here are my thoughts on this. Kareem played in the NBA. In the first 10 years of his career, there was no three point line. LeBron played an entire career. One guy said, that's not a fair comparison between LeBron and Kareem. Just adjust the three point percentage and the field goal percentage based on their stats. And I said, okay, I'm going to do that myself. So here it goes LeBron's total points without threes, 31,635 points. I said, okay, that's kind of unfair to give LeBron no threes. So I said, fuck it. What if I made LeBron's threes twos? So I did do that. If his threes were twos, 35,825 points. So then I said, what if I calculated LeBron's threes after the first 10 years of his career? So in the first 10 years, he made 1,023s. That's 3,060 points. If they were twos, that'd be 2,040 points, which would equal 37,305 points. And he'd still be 1,082 points away from the record. So oh, Kareem played in a tougher era than LeBron did, he did it as a big man, LeBron's a forward, he's more of a point forward. LeBron got a three-year head start because he came to the NBA at 19, skipped college, Kareem played three years in college, and Kareem entered the league at 22. So I think, in my opinion, in my honest opinion, I think it was a lot harder for Kareem to get this record, and a lot more impressive to get it than this for LeBron breaking it. That's just my thoughts. Floor is yours.
1: LeBron came into the, uh, the NBA as an 18 year old with, uh, 19. Are you should Wait, 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 Here goes.
0: Here he goes with the corrections. I hate when he does this.
1: You should, you should. Cause cause you try to correct me.
0: Look it up. Look it up and be embarrassed.
1: Look it up and be embarrassed. He said stats. He came to
0: league at 19. I believe
1: on October 30th, 2003, 18 year old basketball prodigy. LeBron James scores 25 points, grabs six rebounds. This is out. nonsense. this is uh Yep. So. Oh, so, so LeBron
0: got a four-year head start then. That's okay, fair enough. I'm, I'm gonna correct myself then.
1: LeBron came out of high school with immense pressure on him. Uh, there we you go. Know, given given the fact, like given that those who came before him, the Michael Jordans, the Kareem's. That's the your managers, opinion. LeBron was in high school and, and was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. It said uh, the chosen one. That's, that's that's a lot of pressure, brother. I'm a lot of pressure. At
0: the stats right here on Basketball Reference, it says 2003-2004 season, 19-year-old LeBron James. So where are you reading 18-year?
1: In October of 2003, LeBron would have been 18 years old. He didn't turn 19 until December of that year. This is almost like when you said that, Um, what was that song? was on Thriller.
0: Oh, man. The, uh, What was it? Girl is Mine? It was on Thriller, but they just mixed it up. No,
1: no, no, no. The Girl is Mine was on Thriller, but that's not the song that you, that you said.
0: What, what you were saying say was something. I,
1: I can't remember. I can't remember. But it was hilarious, nonetheless. Um, it,
0: it was on Thriller, but they, they just mixed it up. A shout out to the, to the new, new... uh. There's actually going to be a new MJ biopic uh, that's going to come out. And I'm very excited for that. So
1: LeBron came into the league as an 18 year old with immense pressure. He lived up to all expectations. Um, and and further, and I how that. okay? How would you say that it's more impressive? If like, so LeBron is top four in assists. Correct.
0: We're talking about points here. Let's do bring up assists. Stick to no, 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 no. the topic. I'm, at
1: hand. L- listen, I'm I'm letting you know. I'm, I'm about to you. You'll feel me where I'm going with this. Go ahead. Okay, f- LeBron f- is f-
0: finish your point, then I'll respond.
1: LeBron is number four all time in in NBA assists. Uh, and oh, clearly, clearly, with am what No, the no, LeBron no, song. no, no. I'm here, baby. I'm here. LeBron is number two all time in scoring. So nobody else in the top ten. Uh, I think it's the top like thirty. Nobody else in the top thirty of points is also in the top four of assists so I think that is especially most impressive that he has kept like that his pace has kept up with assists and points I think that him being this consistent for this long because I mean anybody else that has been a year 20 has not averaged more than like 10 points I believe and he's in year 20 averaging 30 just consistency brilliance just Brilliant? overall yeah yeah At the, the way, that, on, LeBron scored, the, the way that LeBron scores. you seen him play last night yes, I did. six
0: points in the fourth quarter to a seven from the, from the field and break those two free throws come on in the last three minutes of the game, not surprised.
1: I mean that, that that's fine. Skip
0: his team is twenty five and twenty nine right now, and they have three players, including LeBron James, who are on the NBA's top twenty top, top seventy five list of all time a couple years ago.
1: A D just got back. Russ is coming off the bench and go, Russ, Russ, has not, the Russ has not Russ has not no, Russ has not, like, worked out that great with, with the Lakers. I think that— he, I LeBron knows what wanted him! That's fine. You can say that. Like, people—I mean, he saw a fit that we didn't see. It didn't fit. And, you know what I'm saying? You, there was no fit at all. Way, he was fucking making shit up way, in his head. The only, way to, the only way to find that out is to to go through it. So, you know, it, people make mistakes, man. You live and you learn. Um, I just think, in my opinion, LeBron has had among the most incredible careers— like in, in professional sports, and and I think that oh, okay. him breaking his record, like I I don't I still don't think is he doesn't know you. you.
0: He doesn't know you, Shannon. Okay? I don't care. I don't care. It, that's fine.
1: I I just don't think that is registering to you that the fact that this man is thirty six points away from being the greatest scorer the game has ever seen.
0: And he got there in a, in a less impressive manner than the Kareem did.
1: That is that is incorrect. That is incorrect.
0: How is it incorrect? How is it incorrect? Kareem did it as a big man playing playing in a tougher era than LeBron ever did.
1: Okay, the, the shooting, big man shit.
0: Kareem without shooting threes, that I might add, and you, Kareem only made one three in his career. One. Three the big man
1: shit, The big man shit only like as to LeBron because LeBron is a is a most like LeBron is more of a point guard than anything. So a guard or a forward being that high in points is is more impressive. Off top. I mean, Jordan was gonna obviously be there, right? But you like Literally. somebody that's primarily a scorer, um, a Kobe, a Michael Jordan, a Dirk, a Will Chamberlain, you know what I'm saying? Everything else had to like fall to the wayside. But and LeBron him, is not? What?
0: LeBron's not a score first guy, you're saying.
1: LeBron would say that he's a pass first guy.
0: He's a liar as what well. He this guy constantly lies. He lies all the time. Stop believing this man's lies. He is a score first. Get the hell out of here. Come on.
1: Okay, but either way, either way you look at it, he's top four in both categories. So I mean I understand. And, and 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 nobody I don't think you do. The, and and LeBron has done it in, in a lot less games. And you could say that, you know, the the three point lines is is whatever it is. Um he's done it in less minutes. He's done it on uh less Kareem. Was was Kareem shot fifty five point nine percent from the field, and that's because he was close to the basket. There was nobody else that could guard him. He had the most unstoppable shot in NBA history. So that that whole him doing it as a center and all that shit that that's why he did it as a center. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 you're not stopping that shot.
0: That's not true. First of all, I okay. I understand that LeBron being top four in assists and top four in scoring is very impressive.
1: Top two, top Kareem, two in scoring. Top two in scoring. Top About two to be in top scoring.
0: One. Same fucking shit. But I, my opinion in my opinion, because once want to say everybody has a top of their opinion, I think Kareem did it in a more impressive fashion than LeBron did. LeBron got a three-year head start. He had a three-point line. And he played in a lot less de- defensive era than Kareem did playing. there's no defense being played in LeBron's era at all.
1: At all. Okay. No. All right. Zero. Okay.
0: Not as much okay. as it was being so played in Kareem's them, time. The
1: Pistons teams, them Celtics teams. Which he did lose, uh, no, to. Defense. Not, not no defense. Not surprised by that no defense being played
0: you name two teams and then you just say that, that, that two teams don't do not define the entire era
1: when, when kareem was playing it was, how many teams was like known for defense all of them get the fuck out of here nico
0: stop it they stop. were some defensive dogs back in the day come on, come on stop it there was more defense being played in kareem's era than it was being played in era. there are era.
1: more there are more there are better players on each team today than there were on teams then Kareem had to play against... But the teams uh,
0: today do not play defense at all.
1: He's going to be the only player in the top 10 in points, rebounds, and assists ever of anybody who has ever played the game. That includes Kareem, that includes Michael Jordan, and that includes Will Chamberlain's fictional ass. That includes Kobe Bryant. That includes Shaquille O'Neal. That Here we includes go with the Raheem Kobe Elijah Bryant. Now you're getting
0: personal with the Kobe Bryans.
1: I'm not getting personal <laughs> with...
0: <What>? Everyone knows <laughs> I like Kobe Bryant. I will defend uh, Kobe Bryant to my death. And, and first of the all, same
1: with me with LeBron, man.
0: LeBron is currently 13th in the West. His team is four games under 500. So if this guy is so great within year 30, after 30 points, obviously not. He has sabotaged his own team by getting Westbrook in there clearly does not fit. And that's why his team was losing. He costed his team the game last night by scoring six points in the fourth quarter and going two for seven from the field and couldn't close out against a team who was on a 10-game losing streak and didn't even have their best player in Zion Williamson. So explain that.
1: He cannot do it all by himself. You can't even want to play do it all by himself. himself. He can't. There we go. He can't he's 38 years old for you to have to count on a 38 year old to bring the game home when you got an ad on your team is is fucking insane and ain't nobody saying that he wanted AD. That. he
0: wanted ad he wanted westbrook these are the that's guys fine. Wanted.
1: he wanted he wanted the versions of of these players that are that can you know help him to bring a game home
0: obviously well, obviously he didn't get that so that's his fault so he he, he should he should have got he should have got players who who, who he knew he, he, he could obviously count on but he did not i right, said so kobe Bryant was better than lebron james a couple weeks ago I stand by that. We, I, I have my reasons right here. I have, I have it written down. Kobe Bryant ran Shaq out of town to prove that he could win on his own. He then played with one all-star in Pau Gasol, who was averaging 18-10, won back-to-back titles, and was 25-10 and, and had a 71%, 71% win percentage against 50-win against teams in the playoffs. He faced tougher competition than LeBron James ever did. In 8 I, I'm gonna explain, now, let me explain, hold on. In 08, he faced the Nuggets, the Jazz, the Spurs, and the Suggs and lost in the NBA Finals. LeBron James that year faced the Wizards and got knocked out of the playoffs by the Pistons in the, in the, in the semifinals of that year. The next year, Kobe and LeBron came back again. In 09, Kobe faced the three-seeded Orlando Magic in the Finals that beat the one-seeded Cavaliers in the, in the playoffs that year and eliminated them in the, Easter, in the Eastern Conference Finals. And then Kobe swept them in the NBA Finals. Not surprised there. 2010 Kobe won the NBA championship again back to back. He faced the Celtics again in the NBA finals. That same Celtics team that he beat in the NBA finals knocked LeBron out and the Cavaliers in the second round of the playoffs and Kobe went on to beat them in the finals. LeBron started one in five with 50 win teams in the playoffs. He formed a super team in Miami and then he went 13 and 10 against 50 plus win teams in the playoffs not surprised because Kobe went out there and did it on his own with one all-star and LeBron and LeBron continually had to go out and form teams with two plus all-stars and three including himself in order to win championships LeBron ran away from the grind Kobe Bryant did not that's why Kobe Bryant is better than LeBron James
1: when LeBron ran away from the grind when he was with a team that had gone to the finals four years in a row and then went to Cleveland Who has spent the past four, the previous four years in the lottery that was running away from the grind? Or he went to Cleveland
0: and then formed a a team that had one all star and then fucking traded for another all star.
1: Fine. What about when they were down three one in the finals?
0: They still had Kyrie and Kevin Love.
1: Yeah, and they, they were part of the three losses as well. So what about running away from the ground and that and that got saved
0: by Kyrie with, with that game winning oh, shot? God not surprised. Saved. Just like Ray okay, Allen yeah, saved them in okay, the finals. Okay, okay, okay.
1: So so I see. If, if it's gonna be his fault that that they fail and somebody else's fault when they when they succeed, then I mean I I have no argument for you, brother. That's just that's just something we're gonna never agree on. I, I in my opinion, he's the greatest of all time. He has led Correct. three teams three different franchises to the finals. He has which one are all stars? He has changed organizations uh, inside and out. When he left uh, with the teams that he leaves, don't do that great. The only. Uh...
0: Because he scraps them for picks. Okay. He did it with is, Miami. That's his fault, he right? did it with he, Cleveland. And now he's doing it with the Lakers. And the Lakers refuse. And the Lakers. He is a GM. The Lakers refuse oh, to trade the two first round picks that they have. Because they, they know that LeBron Harris is going to leave them anyway. Because he's a fraud and a liar. And he, he will not stay and stick with them. They know it. That's why they're not trading with the picks.
1: When I look up LeBron James, it says number six, Los Angeles Lakers, small forward, power forward, league, NBA. That's it. It don't say anything about him being You're a You're
0: delusional if you don't think that, that LeBron is not fucking running this team and this operation. You're delusional. Okay, bro. You, you think all of a sudden they, they just got AD and like, you know, let's just bring Anthony Davis in. they were like, no. LeBron went to them and said, I want Anthony Davis on this team. That's fine. Okay. He
1: can have his input, but at the end of the day, because if that was the case, Russ would have been off the off the team before the season started.
0: No, that's not true because nobody wants Westbrook. That is the problem. He has damaged goods, and they know it. Uh, that's why teams are not going to go out and trade for this guy because they know that they, 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 he can't do anything for them. Okay. I hate when Kwan does
1: okay. i miss him. <laughs> I know it does. I know it does. That, I just, you know, kill him with kindness, brother. Just, just you know, let, let the silence speak volumes. LeBron James is the greatest motherfucker to ever do it. All right. That's and your you opinion. You ain't gonna appreciate it, and you ain't gonna appreciate it until he's I gone. I will not appreciate it. That's unfortunate. That is very fucking unfortunate because nobody else. Look, I'm, I'm looking at just him. What's well, so appreciate highlights. when lies deception and deception Four time four time NBA, NBA MVP, 19 time All Star, three time uh, All Star Game MVP, 13 time All NBA First Team, three time All NBA Second Team, two time All NBA Third Team, five time All Defense, All Defensive Second Team, Rookie of the Year, All Rookie First Team, all Scoring Champion, Assist Leader, uh, NBA 75 Anniversary Team, four time AP Athlete of the Year, three an time Michael Jordan was an
0: All Star and All All. Fourteen defensive of the player of the year, nine years in a row.
1: USA basketball male athlete of the year, two-time national high school player of the year.
0: US male basketball player of the year. What the fuck? You, that's a fucking fake award. Get the hell out of here with that bullshit.
1: McDonald's All-American Game MVP, uh, two-time first-team Parade All-American, three-time.
0: We're not gonna be fucking reading McDonald's, McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King player of the year. We're not reading all any of that fucking garbage. We're not. It wasn't.
1: It wasn't. It was just McDonald's. You, you Kobe
0: Bryant went out and beat teams that beat LeBron James. Not surprised, okay?
1: LeBron beat one of the greatest teams ever assembled uh, after being down 2009. on their home court. was
0: the time that everyone said it's going to be Kobe and LeBron in the finals. We're finally, we're finally, we are finally going to get this matchup. And LeBron's four-seeded Cavaliers lost to a three-seeded Orlando Magic with Dwight Howard and went out to the NBA Finals. And who, who did they lose to? Kobe Bryant and the LA Lakers, and they got destroyed. But then LeBron went out, and what did he do? Instead of staying on the Cavaliers, he went to, and went to form the Super Team in Miami, and said, "Okay, I'll, I'll beat you that way." And that's what he did. And they Kobe publicly asked
1: for a trade. By the way, I, I want you to know. But that. did it uh, happen. LeBron what never did, it did happen, it, no. But I'm just saying he 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 publicly asked for it. Like you know, what I'm saying LeBron I guess did. LeBron does he, things privately. What LeBron did was left the team when his contract was up. He he fulfilled his duty at whatever stop that he that he was at. He fulfilled his duty. He he went on to do whatever he wanted to do, which he could do, which he was allowed to do. But Kobe wanted to breach his contract and versus, uh, you know, LeBron handling his, his whole situation professionally.
0: They were doing nothing to get him anything. Cavaliers were, were making trades for LeBron. They were bringing guys like Shaq, who was a little bit older. Blah, 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 blah. blah. They, they were bringing they in people in. like
1: Shaq. They, they had, had Kwame like Brown Jameson. and Smush, Smush bra-
0: Parker and Kobe Bryant had to go out there and average thirty-five points per game. Doesn't make does make him the sixth seed in the West to even get them into the fucking goddamn playoffs. Kobe took, I
1: mean, LeBron took Draymond Silkowskis and Mo Williams to the final. Who finals. was an
0: All Star? He was an All Star during LeBron's tenure in Cleveland. Yes, he was. LeBron James has played with seven plus All Stars in his career. Kobe Bryant has only played with Eddie Jones, Shaq. And I believe it was Powell with only three authors in his career.
1: one of the greatest players to ever live. Oh, here we go. You said Shaq is the most dominant player of all time. Without Shaq,
0: without Shaq, I What I'm telling you, what I'm telling you, no, 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 no. Without Shaq, he went out and got one off star his team at Powell Gasol and went out and won a championship. Powell was averaging 18 and 10 with Kobe.
1: You mentioned Shaq in passing as if Shaq is not the most dominant player to ever play.
0: But the argument that I was bringing up was with him without Shaq. That's what I'm saying. LeBron has played with more all-stars than Kobe Bryant has. It's a it's, it's simple fact. It's a fact.
1: LeBron has four NBA MVPs. Kobe has one.
0: Because Kobe Ryan was robbed multiple times. Oh, robbed.
1: Okay, okay. See, when, when it's LeBron, when it's LeBron, it, he didn't deserve it. But when it's when it's Kobe, Kobe. I got didn't say robbed. I,
0: didn't, I didn't say LeBron didn't deserve it. I didn't. I, I never I'm said just,
1: that. I'm just, but you, okay, but so when did Kobe get robbed?
0: The Steve Nash year when, when he averaged thirty-five points. Shaq got game. robbed that season. Get the hell out of here! He's having thirty-five <laughs> points per game and took a team to sixth in the goddamn West with Smush Parker and Kwame Brown and some other bombs out there and had to drop it. don't don't look it up don't look it up don't look it up don't look it up, look it up. and you know damn well that, that Shaq That's was not doing shit That's that shit why I got
1: this good old computer over here year.
0: look it up right now look it up right now 06 year the 06 championship Steve Nash averaged like 18 10 and whatever the fuck Shaq was not robbed that year yes or no Shaq Shaq deserved MVP over there over Kobe Bryant more yes no
1: 506. He uh, yeah, averaged yeah. 20 points a game, 9.2 rebounds a game, 1.9 exactly. assists on exactly. 60% field goal shooting. Exactly. Um, Exactly. Yeah, I don't, I don't who, know what and who, you want.
0: and 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 who was he playing with, and who was he playing with? Dwayne Wade, wait. exactly. And 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 who, and who was Kobe Bryant playing with?
1: Uh, I don't know. Exactly,
0: exactly. You can't name that because they were bums. So who okay, was but, more but valuable, that, to that, that, that valuable to their team? Who was more valuable to their team? Dwayne Wade was playing with the They got nobody. Take Kobe off the Lakers. They got nobody. Take the Heat Take those numbers. They Dwayne Wade. Go ahead. The floor is yours. Go.
1: No, no, no. You got it. Go,
0: go, go.
1: Shaq averaging those numbers at the end of his prime with uh, another uh, Hall of Fame talent is more impressive than Kobe doing that, by, with being the only the only option.
0: Yes. What Kobe Bryant did was more impressive. Yes, it okay. was.
1: Well, I disagree.
0: To average 35 points per game.
1: He had to.
0: Exactly. With a bunch of nobodies to the playoffs was impressive. Then Shaq playing with another all star in Dwayne Wade and winning a championship that year and averaging 20 and 9. Kobe was robbed that year. Year two, when Steve Nash won MVP, Kobe was robbed again, but Shaq could have won that one as well, but he did not. Steve Nash won in what, what, what year, what, what, the, the other year that Kobe, that, uh, that Steve Nash won, in, did he win back to back? Yes, he did. So 07, 06, 07, Kobe Bryant. And 06 07 31 points, five rebounds, and five assists in 77 games. Let's look at Shaq
1: 17.3, 7.4. Exactly. I, I didn't, I wasn't, ta- I was talking about the first time with uh, Steve Nash when you said Steve Nash. First
0: time, first time was even uh, incorrect as well. Blasphemous. Okay. 20 points per game compared to 35 points per game. Most valuable the award is most nine point
1: two rebounds 9.2 rebounds and they went to the fucking finals and he was and he was doing it on 60 percent shooting
0: it was impressive i i understand that i agree with that was not more valuable than Coy bryant that year and steve nash did not even in, in, in the conversation okay bring us to our second sponsor of the week bet us now bet us is the best legal online sports book they allow you to bet on it all nfl nba nhl soccer golf MMA, horse racing, and NASCAR, both men and women's college basketball, college football, and even the Canadian Football League. They have their own sports book, they have their own race book, and even if you don't wanna bet on sports and you just wanna gamble with your money, they also have an online casino. Now, they also have the fastest payouts and get you your money in less than three to five days. They have a fast and easy deposit and withdrawal process. 24-7 24-7 personalized services, live wagering on all major games. And to top it off, if you use promo code THEGQUAD, you can get 125% off on a sign-up bonus when, when you click on the link in the description and sign up today at BetUS. So, want to the main event? Yeah, we, we can go. It's been a long time coming for this. We, we've been waiting for things like this for a very long time we finally got it james gunn announced earlier this week the first slate of dc for chapter one titled uh fucking goblins or monsters whatever the fucking title that's some dumb shit gods and monsters gods and monsters for for the let's chapter get this shit right
1: man let's let's do this shit right
0: for the first slate of chapter one for the dcu that's what they're calling it. they're calling it dcu not dceu dcu is what they're calling it in a six minute video earlier this week i have broken down the list kwan we will start off with tv shows and then we'll go into the films uh, uh, at the end. Uh, so first TV show we have is Creature Commandos. is an animated series composed of seven episodes written by James Gunn. So it's written by James Gunn himself, which focuses on the motley crew of military superhumans. That includes the likes of Frankenstein's monster and Weasel from Gunn's Suicide Squad. Gunn added that animation will lead into live action and back into animation.
1: Okay, first off, Dear what what is interesting about... This uh, this whole thing is that before um, and it is like was announced, James Gunn said that the video games will also lead into they would share the same universe as the, the movies and the TV shows. Now, I find that interesting because there was already one like developer that was saying that if, if he keeps to this strategy, then he will never work with James Gunn again because the voice actors do a lot more than typical like on screen actors. The thing is, I think that we're opening up the multiverse like all the way you know, uh, the DC multiverse all the way. So I think that the Wonder Woman in the games is going to be a different Wonder Woman than uh, than Gal Gadot or whoever they choose moving forward. But I think that they can exist at the same time. I don't think that, I think that people are looking at the, the smaller picture uh, versus, you know, the, the multiversal stuff. I had never heard of the Creature Commandos. Or never whatever. heard of my and, life. And, when he was talking about it, I was like interested, and then when he started talking about Frankenstein, I was less interested, and then when he was talking about the military, I was like more interested. But then, like he Zero ended weeks. it, yeah, he ended it kind of with with a, with a bad text in my mouth. So I'm not gonna skip it. I'm still watch it. I'm I'm gonna watch everything that he mentioned. I just I I want like I want the best for DC because that that just means that we all win. That that mean that uh, competition breeds innovation. So, once DC gets, you know what I'm saying, uh, rights they ship, then the MCU, whatever, like, disagreements or whatever you have, like, whether you like them or not, you know what I'm saying, I think the quality of their product could get better and it would just continue, continue, continue.
0: For me, I'm not gonna watch this fucking garbage. That was dumb. Frankenstein, I'm a grown man. Don't need to watch any of that shit. This was stupid. I hope this gets canned and canceled before this shit even happens.
1: you can't I'm say you're a grown man but we watching motherfuckers and, and their draws and with a cape flying around the world bro
0: it's a lot more than that if, if for the, I, people have me all the time you want superhero movies fuck you okay first of all it's a lot more than that waller it is serving as a spin-off to peacemaker that will feature and explore violet davis's amanda waller and features several characters from peacemaker this will also replace peacemaker for the time being the second season will be put on a while Gunn focuses on writing this upcoming superman feature in the meantime Gunn has handed the keys to the project to crystal henry who made watchman and jeremy carver who did doom patrol
1: viola davis is my current favorite actress i think that she embodies amanda waller like it just sometimes you don't know like some, when, when it gets to the point where it's blended, where you don't know whether or not the, the comic was written for the for the actual human or the human was, you know what I'm saying, made for the comic. And I think that that's the case with Viola Davis. I think that's the case with Gal Gadot. I think she's the perfect Wonder Woman. And I think that that's the case with... um. Margot Robbie being Harley Quinn. I think she was born to be Harley Quinn. Viola Davis, I love the idea of like explore because in the movies that she's been in, we've only seen like just surface level Amanda Waller. You know what I'm saying? Like she she has like limited dialogue with the characters and shit like that, but being able to see like a, a full season of four episodes of her, like her strategizing and and you know directing and running shit, is it, just very exciting. I'm I'm excited to have a black woman in the lead role in in the DCU, like just off the bat.
0: I'm excited to see uh, the Black Queen, of Viola Viola Davis, do her thing. Love this shit. I love Mind the Wall. It's one of my favorite characters. I used to watch Amanda Waller in, in the Justice League animated series. She was going fucking head-to-head head against Batman, telling him, I know who you are, you pussy. Uh, so this, this shit is very exciting. I'm very excited for that shit. I think she's badass. I love, I love her character. Uh, this next one, once again, in my opinion, zero viewers. Uh, Booster Gold, centers around a lesser known yet beloved comics character whom Peter Safran describes as a loser from the future, who uses his basic future technology to come back to today to pretend to be a superhero gun added that the hbo series is basically the story of superheroes imposter syndrome booster gold had its comics debut in the 80s and the character even made some live action appearances in smallville and legends of tomorrow
1: i was speaking with one of my home well with two of my homies uh yesterday while we were playing the game which i kind of did like a little bit of deeper research um apparently booster gold was like selling off his shit like you know, he would come from the future and like sell off his shit for for like a limited time. So he was like a mercenary in in so many ways. You know what I'm saying? As far as uh his stuff goes, I'm I'm that's that's an interesting premise, and I think that them kind of exploring like the imposter syndrome. I'm more interested in the imposter syndrome of of him than I am like in the the actual. Because if he's a loser, if you introduce him as a loser, you already uh my dick is already soft at, at the thought of um him being a loser. So uh. <laughs> I, I don't, <laughs> I don't uh, get like what why that was in the beginning of the pitch, but you know if if they are committing to this and and trying to flesh them out, then we'll see what happens.
0: All right, so this next one actually intrigues me. Uh, it's called Paradise Lost. It is characterized as a Game of Thrones style story that takes place on Themyscira before Wonder Woman is born, and will explore the origin story of how the isolated society of female warriors came to be. I'm already hard. <laughs>
1: Uh, I do appreciate the authenticity of James Gunn, like, making these comparisons and shit like that. Like, typically, you wouldn't hear somebody, uh, compared to another IP, you know what I'm saying? Um, and he yeah. did it the whole time basically um he was saying that it was well we're gonna get to it but the, just the comparisons that he was making you can tell that that was genuine because i don't think he would have made that otherwise i don't think it, he i don't think he would have read that off the script i'm interested in in bringing any kind of game of thrones uh like like a, a framework a skeleton a game of thrones skeleton to any kind of uh dc show dc property period so paradise Lost is about uh Amazons,
0: yeah, the mascara, and then where one woman is from for the people, all ladies. Oh, that's so yeah. tremendous.
1: Um, I think that's gonna be dope. Uh, I, I think that I may put an asterisk on that one. I think that that, I mean, I, I I think I have an obvious favorite. If you know me, to know me is to know that I love Batman. So, I mean, that, that goes without saying. Second place so far, like. My preliminary second place maybe uh, this Paradise Lost.
0: Just to hear the Game of Thrones style thing that that intrigued me, and, and for it to be with all female women as well, uh, for female women that makes no sense. Uh, with all the... <laughs> <laughs> with all women, it does intrigue. I I've said it before on the podcast. I think women are just badass. They're they're a lot more uh, they're better leaders than men. I think they're a lot more cutthroat than men are, and they're a lot uh, a lot better than men in general. So uh, I'm excited to see that as well. And Themyscira, I mean, uh, hopefully the women are hot in there and I can have a nice crush on that show. This one, I've been talking about this for years and I'm a little upset about it. I'll tell you why once we get to it. Lanterns. The HBO Max series centers around Green Lanterns, favorite Jon Stewart, and how Jordan Peter Safran describes it as a true detective type mystery. For years now, I have been advocating for for a John Stewart Green Lantern to finally be brought to the forefront of the DCU and get his proper spot as the best Green Lantern of all time. And what do we do when he finally gets his, gets his chance? He's overshadowed by the white guy, Hal Jordan. And they gotta team up with this bullshit. So I hope it's not them working as a duo together, I hope it's maybe one half of the series is Hal Jordan, maybe the other half is, uh, is Jon Stewart, or maybe every other episode is, is them, you know, and their own story but come on man this should just all be... we've seen how Jordan before you failed with with the Ryan got Ga- with the Ryan Reynolds one that was bullshit bring John Stewart to the forefront and give him his own spotlight that he deserves I'm pretty upset by this one All
1: right so a couple things uh with this being HBO I think that the, again the the true detective uh comparison I think that that's you know what I'm saying that, that that wasn't done by mistake and I think that with him like basically casting such heavy expectations on it with with that true detective comparison cuz I I've never seen true detective. I've only heard of like the first season being, I've only heard of the first season being like some all time shit. So I will get to it eventually. But if that is his frame of reference, if the first season is his frame of reference, just from, from the praise that I've heard it get, I think that they handle that with grace. I think that they, that he's not going to let it like, falter and i also think that they don't put that show like out without john stewart being the like the lead guy and when you say that like you would rather see it like alternate or whatever i would like for it to be like an anthology like just two main characters but the anthology like them solving crimes like you know i'm saying in a different part of the world on this episode and maybe solving crimes together on the second episode and doing it separately on the third episode and you know i'm saying like. You know, I, I would like for for each storyline, like I would like for each episode to have its own storyline versus it being a continuous storyline. So
0: For me, the shows on my list in terms of excitement, uh, Paradise Lost, Waller, and then Lanterns would probably be my, my, my top three. Um, Lanterns would probably be a little bit higher if it wasn't Hal Jordan in it. Uh, but I'm definitely excited for three, three of those five that, that we just named. Alright, so that, that wraps it up for the TV shows now. Moving on to the films, which everybody wants to hear about. Here we go. Uh, coming off strong, Superman Legacy. Uh, it is the true beginning of the DCU, as James Gunn described it. And the film will focus on a younger version of Superman who is balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing. Though it won't be an origin story, he said. The film was first announced in December following the news that Henry Cavill will not be reprising the role after all. And Gunn is in the process of writing the script, and it sounds like Saffron is hoping he'll direct it as well. Unlike most of the other announced projects, Superman Legacy has a release date already set, July 11th, 2025.
1: So, as far as it being it's not an origin story, that takes me to Spider-Man Homecoming. How he was already Spider-Man, you know? they, They didn't have to show the spider bite and uncle ben and and all of that shit so i'm thinking that it, it's gonna be like those types of elements where we we know what happened so let's just move on let's just i would love for them to like for the movie to start like in the middle of him like fighting like a, a, a huge character I'm, I'm not that familiar with the superman villains but i would love for us to be like, like the begin, the very beginning of the movie, to be in the middle of a fight with like one of his biggest villains or whatever, um, or a villain from, you know, the shared universe. Like, I like the fact that it's not gonna be an origin story, because if I'm not mistaken, bro, once they get like on the fourth iteration of something or the third iteration of something maybe uh they they kind of cut the origin story shit out except for batman because i never saw the george clooney batman so i don't know i don't know yeah yeah yeah. i I don't you gotta watch it yeah i don't want to do my man like that i don't want to do my man like that um do it
0: I love that one in my opinion. I love it as a when I when I when it first came out as a kid, I had Was that Batman Beach, Forever. No, Batman Robin. Batman, Batman Forever is Val Kilmer. Val okay, okay.
1: Kilmer. Kilmer, yeah, yeah, Val Kilmer. But yeah, I like I'm so tired of I you you get so tired of saying the bees and, and all of that shit and they still seem to show it in every Batman movie. Um I think that it's dope that he established the fact that that we, you know, just from the jump, like this is not gonna be an origin story. So you're not gonna see you know what I'm saying? Him coming from Krypton and, and all of that other shit. And, and I'm glad that he, you know, that we on the same page with that. And I was also telling my homies that, like, James Gunn has, like, a lot of comedic elements in most of his, his stuff most of his work, I think that him taking on right in the Superman movie, I think that that, like, I don't think that he will have so much, like, because com- I do think that Superman is a serious hero. Like, I, I think of, of most heroes, I think he's among the most serious. So, I, I think that you know, the the storyline that you, the story that you tell with Superman has to be like something serious. There would be comedic bits, of course, but I don't think that, I think that this will have the least amount of comedy of, of any chapter one DCU project. And I think that that's going to be done like intentionally. And and I, I hope that that's done and I hope that that's done intentionally. Superman, like legacy, legacy don't necessarily tell me a lot. And I, I like that, too. I like, I like the unknown when it comes to this kind of shit. I'm excited about Superman Legacy. I, I think, like like I, I've always said, Superman Returns was the first movie I ever went to see by myself. And so there is sentimental value there, no matter how good or bad the movie is. Um, and I like Brandon Routh as, as Superman. So it, it won't be hard to, to make me happy as far as Superman is concerned.
0: I'm a DC fan to the core. And I've tried my hardest to fully back James Gunn and be excited for this new era in dc but when he comes out and says this isn't a gun universe or a gun cu or a gun dcu and it's not going to be all me but when i'm seeing most of these projects being written by gun it leaves a bad taste in my mouth and it leaves me a little bit skeptical i'm a big Snyderverse guy if gun really wanted to make the dc fans happy and give us what we wanted he would have brought back Zack Snyder he would have done everything he did he could in his power to keep Henry Cavill and continue on with, with with the Snyderverse and continue with what was working what the fans wanted for him to go out and i'm seeing it right here it's direct it's written by gun and it's going to be directed by Peter Safran like come on guys i understand you're excited and want to give your input on on the direction of what you're running in the dc but this is this we don't want a gun and Safran universe we want something that's well, I've, I said this months ago, I said it last year. We want something that is properly run and given to people, whether it's Zack Snyder, individuals who are passionate about these projects and want to actually. Take out their vision, continue on with it, and build it. Because we have proven guys like Zack Snyder who have shown that, that he can go out and deliver and do these proper things, and people will be excited for it. And now that they're, they're taking a chance by completely revamping Superman altogether, like for Lanterns, Quan, I would have loved to see maybe a black director or a black writer go out and get a chance to go out and do a John Stewart Green Lantern. But instead, we're getting a Hal Jordan Green Lantern, a John Stewart Green Lantern co-op thing that we're getting here. And I'm not really for all of this. I would have loved to see them keep on. We got no Wonder Woman. I'm I'm spoiler right now. There's no Wonder Woman on this list for, for films right now. So the big three. We got Batman a film coming up that that I'm, that I'm gonna read and Superman one. No Wonder Woman at all. We got a TV show for her that she's not even in because it's before she's born. So I'm a little bit skeptical about the future of the DCU now that we got James Gunn who just want who is saying, oh yeah, I I'm, I'm not gonna be doing all this. I'm not gonna be writing all of this. But if I'm reading most of this shit. It's gonna be directed and written by James Gunn. So what are we doing here, James Gunn? I said it before, give it to people who are actually passionate about these projects, who wanna go out and have their own visions, who are passionate about these characters, like Zack Snyder, who was done wrong by the past regime in DC, give him another chance to redeem himself and see what happens, instead of taking a chance by yourself to do a Superman legacy film, which won't have an origin story, which may confuse people, and you know do it in your own way. You're saying it's not a Gunn universe, but we all know in your heart, this is a gun universe based on what we're, based on what we're reading.
1: That was my fear too. Um, as far as James Gun. I like you, I don't want too much of his, uh, his thumbprint on all of the stuff, but I do think that because they want to get this right. And because they want to compete, I think that he has to kind of be involved with at least these projects. I don't think that this is all we're going to see in chapter one. So I think that this is just maybe all the stuff that he's going to be semi involved with. And I think that eventually it will lead to him being, you know, the, um, the Kevin Hands fight, I, th- I think that yeah, I think that it'll lead to him being like he'll probably be still be the executive producer of, of everything, but maybe like you know maybe that'll end up being just him like giving a final check off or something like that. So I do think that because the DCU the the because the DC has been in such like turmoil and and just so like you know back burner. And like for the past, like since the beginning, basically, well, since like film, like since film has, has come to the forefront, I think that they got a lot of work to do. So he has to be involved like heavily until we get it to a point where it can fly by itself, basically. Um, So I, I do fear that it's down print will be on everything and that that can get old quick. But hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Um, you know, he gives the, the other directors and, and the other writers, you know, more leeway and less them let it be their thing, but you know, you, you you can be my backup or whatever, but you know, just let me do just let me handle this so Yeah. And
0: and I feel that when when, when you have projects and, and you're starting something off that you're passionate about, you don't really trust other people to go out and carry out your vision. Like like with me, I would not trust somebody coming in here and and, and uh, editing our podcasts or right? you know, on video and audio by this. I edit the thing. I trust myself in knowing what our show is about, how our show is formed, and how you know what the what the flow of our show is, and only me and Quan really understand because we're the ones that do it. So I wouldn't trust anybody else coming in and editing the show who's who hasn't watched it or is not a fan of it and doesn't know what we want at in the end product. So I I I understand that from James Gunn, but then again, we we you got guys like Zack Snyder who are on the sidelines right now. Who deserve a spot based on the way they were treated and that's just it, it's annoying that, that they're not getting the, their proper due
1: that's another thing like so i again i don't think that everything was revealed obviously there wasn't because it wasn't, they, it, they it wasn't. Introduced he, he it said that one, this right? was
0: a small part of chapter one yeah. is what he said
1: so with that i don't think zack snyder comes comes back in chapter one but i do think that he is waiting in the rafters. And I think that they have, I do believe that they have spoken. I believe that they will continue to speak. And I think that this is just my speculation. This is not a, not a report. I, th- I think that <laughs> they, <laughs> I think that they have discussed up to a point, just when is the proper time for me to come back as Zack Snyder? Um, you know, where do I fit in with, with all of this? Um, And and I think that that's like, that would be the best way to handle it, to handle the the Zack Snyder situation and to handle James Gunn, you know, kind of, kind of being more hands off. Um, I think that they can, they can give him a position in, in this, in this reboot, in this DC reboot. I, I, Truly believe that, and I think that that will eventually happen. But I think that he, like, as as of right now, I think he's waiting on his moment to, you know, to come back and kind of get involved, kind of warm up a little bit until.
0: For me, well, first of all, I I I think it would be hilarious if like ABC and NBC News are like, according to the GQ podcast, Zack Snyder has has had talks with James Gunn to return to the DC universe. That should be hilarious. And then and then James Gunn goes on Twitter and it's like those guys are liars.
1: Yeah, it's just gonna be me talking. I'm gonna be I'm like you ain't gonna be able to tell me nothing.
0: I I think Zack Snyder's way of getting back in was superman i think that now that gun is doing it that the door is closed so we're fuck we're fucked with the snyder versus i think it's dead it's unfortunate because you know i was a big fan i'm a huge fan of snyder verse as was michael he'd be very pissed at me if i didn't bring that up and bring that by him having you know his his rifle spot in in, in, this, in the dcu but moving on the authority this will be a directly tied with Superman Legacy, but it'll focus on a very different group of superheroes who believe that they can save the world and that ends justify the means. The superhero team was created by Warren Ellis and Brian Hitch in the late 90s as part of the Wildstorm Comics, an imprint that became part of DC Comics in 1999 and was founded by current DC Comics CCO Jim Lee, who did the Batman comics.
1: I don't really have anything to say about it. I will watch it, but, you know, I don't, I don't have any, like, level of, of excitement or, you know, anything for it um i'm watching all this shit like i said i'm I'm, i will be watching all this shit but i will not that one don't that one don't raise my eyebrows at all
0: i'm not watching uh creature commandos i'm not watching booster gold if i'm not watching the lantern episodes that have hal jordan in it and the authority i will not be watching i'm a dc fan but i'm a dc fan to a point i'm not gonna watch
1: i'm for sure watching the animated shit the new animated shit too like and james Gunn be uh be having motherfuckers Cussin. So I'm 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 all for like adult. I love that uh, adult themed, uh, you know, animated products, especially under James Gunn supervision. Um, so you know, I'm I'm gonna give it all a shot.
0: This one is what Khan's excited about Brave and the Bold, a Batman film that'll focus on the Cape Crusader and his son Damian Wayne, who was raised by his mother Talia al Ghul and trained by the League of Assassins. The film draws inspiration from Grant Morrison's iconic comics run and will mark the beginning of the Bat family in the DCU. It's also the first time we'll get to see Batman and Robin together since the live action form on the big screen with Batman and Robin with George Clooney.
1: I'm, I'm low-key speechless about this. Uh I think that... Uh, oh, we didn't mention the fact that everything else is like... Everything that's, that already exists is is like elsewhere, like the Joker yeah, yeah, and yeah. the Batman. So I'm happy about that. I'm happy that we get the to flash. keep that. Um, Yeah. But he was saying... Or, well okay so apparently the flash is supposed to it's so good or whatever that they can't scrap it and uh it's supposed to reset the DCU basically yeah I that reset, so that's what the, they were saying so that's interesting we'll see how good it is or is it but as far as him bringing Batman into the fold with Robin I think that that's that's, that's genius I don't cuz like you said in the in the uh, article we haven't seen Batman and Robin on screen together in years dog i think i was four years old when that movie came out you know what i'm saying um so i i mean that that's that's exciting i i think that as many times as they as they have teased robin um i think that they're gonna do it right I, I think that they're gonna do it right i i would like for uh damn what's his name uh that directed the dark knight and christopher no um, yeah christopher nolan yeah, yeah yeah um i think that he should have Some kind of involvement. If not, just give him a little credit. You know, yeah, yeah, some something, something. I think that he should be involved in some way. But uh, just I, I'm, I'm ready for a mature Batman, uh, Batman and Robin story. Um, and and it sounds like we finally get it. So you know, I'm, I'm over the moon the fact that the Matt Reeves Batman get to stay, and we also get the brave and the bold. I mean, I can't ask for more as a Batman fan
0: Batman's my favorite hero as well I love that guy I'm not really excited about this the whole Damian Wayne thing he's kind of a babysitter during this time and, and in this storyline I like seeing Batman work alone in my opinion I think he's more badass that way but if, if, if you want to get Talia I'll go on the big screen uh so I mean that's fine with me I mean I'd love to see that uh but watching Batman Damian Wayne is, is a little kid I now mean, he is a little kid I'm not really this. I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not excited about it altogether. I'm a little pessimistic about it. But once again, maybe when I see it and you know finally watch it and it finally comes out, I don't know when it's going to come out. There's no release date for it. Yeah. We will. It'll change my mind about it. It all depends on who the casting is going to be. I'm not really worried about Damon Wayne. Fuck that kid. I'm not worried about that little bastard. I'm worried about. Who's gonna play Batman and how this will take away from the actual Batman and Robert Pattinson and how these two are gonna clash. Obviously they're separate universes and separate altogether, but I'm i I'm very careful about who plays Batman and and who carries on that the cow and the mantle. I'm I'm a little worried about this, so I'm not really excited about that.
1: I don't think he mentioned it or maybe he did mention it but the penguin I'm excited about that series as well I think that they could that. Uh, do a lot of experimentation um as far as dealing kind of dealing with both Batman universes you know like teasing the the newer one and versus yeah. the one that we are currently in um I I think that James Gunn is going to do shit to intentionally piss people off I think there's going to be a black character in this in this universe that was not originally black um, and vice versa. I think that there would be a woman in the place that a man was supposed to be. Um, I think that we'll get a lot of like uh, a lot of a, a new a, a, re- a fresh coat of paint on a lot of uh, a lot of these characters, a lot of these stories. Um, but yeah, I I mean that this is obviously what I'm most excited about. I I, I can't wait for the Brave and the Bold. Um, I love the the animated show. Uh I love the video games, The Brave and the Bold, Um and I I just I'm excited about it.
0: All right, next one we got Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. It's based on Tom King and Bill Bill Quiz Ev, Ev- recent comic run on Supergirl. Now no, no idea how to fucking pronounce that name. Sorry if I butchered it. I really don't care. Um, which features a more and more hardened version of the character than than the one you might have seen on the CW. Unlike I- her cousin. Carol Zorro did not grow up in a loving home on Earth, but rather a drifting piece of that destroyed a planet. She, instead of growing up on Earth, she lived on a she grew up on a piece of Krypton that was blown apart and blown off the planet, uh, watching everyone around her die before she came to Earth. So I'm guessing that's what it's gonna be. That's what it's gonna be centered ar- around. Uh, I'm excited for this. I, I actually like Supergirl. I'm a big fan of hers, so hopefully she saw it.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh I, I'm, sure be hot. I'm be sorry. Intrigued. I know it's yeah, sexist. Yeah. I know it's wrong. Listen, she's look. gotta be hot.
0: It has to be done. I'm I know sorry. It's sexist, I know it's done. Wrong. If you want men to watch it, she has to be hot and blonde.
1: Oh wow. Wow. Uh, or black. I don't, I don't care. Black, white,
0: blue. Yeah. Not, <laughs> as long as she's hot.
1: I okay. Let me let me just say that I don't think that these motherfuckers are casting female super uh superheroes that are not easy on the eyes i, I don't think okay. that that that's happening um so i i, I think you you find in that um in that aspect uh i'm not really into the supergirl or the superwomans of the world so i'm interested to see uh you know I, i'm i'm sure this will catch my interest in, in some some form of fashion um oh. Like i guess I, i've been saying it this whole time my wife and i are like we going through the whole dc like the i guess it's the elsewhere now but the, um the other dc products the, the tv show going
0: through a going through it right now going through a, like going through a rough patch
1: you put your head down and everything you was like, yeah, oh, I, was like I was like
0: oh shit <laughs> I, I didn't know where i was going <laughs> no, thank no, no, god
1: that's, that's my it's my homie um, i thought you i
0: thought he was gonna reveal something on the podcast no that... <laughs> So just like you did with the uh, with the uh with the police murders yeah, yeah.
1: see you got to keep it on. in now because you'd have mentioned it like two other times
0: keeping it on my that's that's my edit out signal no, so a hand waving to edit out <laughs> uh
1: but yeah i'm i'm interested to see uh the stories that they tell especially where are having like a checkered past you know what i'm saying like something like coming from some kind of adversity i'm i'm interested to see what they how they handle that i think my my homies that i was gaming with they said that uh peacemaker uh i think peacemaker and Watchmen, the, the shows they handle like mental health and and stuff like that like pretty gracefully i'm i'm curious to see how mental because i no none of these products speak mental health more than the, um the supergirl is it supergirl or superwoman
0: yeah supergirl
1: the, none of them speak to mental health like just from the description more than the supergirl um series uh and and i think that you know it's gonna be interesting to see how she handles you know herself mentally physically and you know she know, I, I feel like she's gonna know her power i feel like at times she's maybe gonna abuse her power and i feel like you know it, it's gonna be about a lot about you know how she is able to keep that balance at the end of the day
0: all right i'm just one, excited last man i'm so go. fucking excited I'm not excited as Quan is, but fuck it, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not excited for much or happy about anything. Anyway, uh, Swamp Thing is going to investigate the dark origins of the Swamp Thing as a part of James Gunn and Peter Safran's strategy to explore various genres, with this film being marked with elements of horror. This will be the first big screen attempt at the, at the character since the 80s, through, he, uh, through which he was recently the focus of a short-lived Swamp Thing series developed in, by the CW in 2019. Zero viewers not going to watch it
1: hopefully i build up enough points with my um with my amc shit to where i get this movie ticket for free uh i don't i don't want to have to pay for swamp thing to to watch swamp thing i'm going to watch it but i I, i'm this is what i'm least excited about they keep trying to make swamp thing like like they keep trying to make him hot and he's he's just not hot bro don't nobody give a fuck about a a goddamn monster coming from the swamp it's like undone? when when your name like is is just is what you are like. I, I think that's so corny, bro. Like Wolverine, you know that you know you you can tell what a Wolverine is, but you don't know like that this motherfucker got got metal and and shit. You know what I'm saying? His body, uh, yeah. Um, Batman you would assume that he hangs upside down and and is doing shit that, like you know what i'm saying like he's not turning he only use echolocation and all that shit but that's not how <laughs> batman is swamp yeah. thing is so basic and is and is all he is that is all he is swamp thing that the, the only thing that you can tell that that's coming from a swamp is is a monster like creature and that's exactly yeah. what he is and i i don't see how they can make that they they just gonna keep on trying and keep on trying, but you know it is what it is. Right, I'm a, I'm gonna watch it, but I ain't gonna be excited about it.
0: Um, I just realized that Quan and I are gonna have to review these films. Uh, and I said I was not gonna watch the Authority, but I'm going to go have to go watch that shit. Uh, because we're gonna have to review that as well. Welcome so, back,
1: uh, brother. Welcome back.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have to because I I, I took took me eight years to see Black Adam. Uh, <laughs> it did. <laughs> we didn't have to review that shit, but. I felt like it it would have been a lot better or a lot tougher if I didn't see it and that was part of the the new DC and and what they were going with going forward. But obviously the Black Adam was a one and done thing, so I'm glad so that we were reviewing.
1: That so we reviewing Ant Man, correct?
0: oh fuck! I gotta watch that garbage. We're oh, gonna have yeah, to, yeah, because Ant Man's gonna tie in with, with with what's going on with with the future shit Let
1: Let me just let you know that you know what I'm saying because I don't feel like you you realize like what what we got coming up. Ant-Man. Damn, man. Uh, damn, what's his name? Shazam 2. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. The Flash.
0: God damn. I watched that. I'm excited
1: uh, for that. Aquaman.
0: Ah, fuck me. That's not going to be good.
1: It's unfortunate, brother. Um, the Marvels.
0: And oh. Guardians of
1: the Galaxy 3.
0: Okay, well, those... Oh, fuck me. That's going to... Oh, God damn it. I'm That's not going. We are not going to review Marvels. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we're not going to review Marvels. It's going to be garbage. Let's just be honest. That's going to be shite. Oh fuck! Listen, I'm an AMC Stubbs Gold Plus member. I'm going to be. I'll be fine with the tickets and shit like that. I'm watching by myself. I don't give a fuck. Hopefully, it's a free ticket. But this is going to be horrendous. <laughs> right.
1: uh, uh, it do. It does sound like um is t- going to take a to cheap my cheap yeah i mean they, they're not they're not that bad at amc uh james gunn took heat to my advice when i told him to keep them uh bright burn motherfuckers away from my superman movie so he took it into his own hands so appreciate it james gunn you know what i'm saying i ain't gotta fuck you up you know it, 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 good 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 for everybody you know
0: this is all like i said just a plan right now i understand james gunn is in the middle of writing this script for superman There have been plenty of serial manuscripts that have been in the process of being written over the years that have been canceled and have been brought for new projects. We have two more years before this film even comes out. Things could change. Things could be different. But I'm finally glad we got some, uh, at least a plan for going forward, some transparency. Quan and I are finally going back to our roots by discussing DC for the first time in a long time since there hasn't been much to discuss. Um, What made me a fan of
1: this 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 show in the first place. Ain't there something? Look at it full circle. We've come full circle.
0: So, uh, I I may go out and see uh, these films. I may not. I may just lie and fucking wing it and say I saw it. Uh, preferably Marvels. I'll be talking
1: like in detail about a part. You yeah. said. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Preferably, I love that for part. I'll be like, I
1: hated that part.
0: Shazam, Marvels, Aquaman, and uh, I don't I don't want to see those. I'm gonna be honest. I, those are the ones that I'm dreading.
1: Bro, I never even seen the first Aquaman, bro. I'm I haven't dreading. Seen it either. I'm dreading watching that movie i'm dreading watching that movie I, aquaman sucks like as a hero oh, in right. general and and from what i heard the movie is is not too hot either I, aquaman there's is,
0: is there really point in us even reviewing and watching that if it's not even, if, if if that's not even in the direction of oh, what's going that's on, a good on point. anymore and, that's a good anyway. point you know what i mean james
1: gunn did james gunn mentioned uh, well i i feel like okay we, we can hey listen i'm all for well, kicking aquaman off. the fuck out of here Fuck off, and man. Shazam
0: but, too. But we have no idea if that's gonna be going.
1: But he said that Shazam is still a part of the universe. He's just kind of He's doing his own hell. thing. So I don't know what that means. You know, he what I'm should saying? stop
0: doing his own thing and shut <laughs> the fuck
1: down. Nobody Shazam is so lame. Shazam is such yeah. a lame character. Uh but the flash, I mean, we gotta watch that. We got we gotta see. You know that that's basically the the, the origins of
0: yeah yeah. But that has everything. to be watched. But but imagine yeah. being Shazam and like and like you 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 accidentally say Shazam in the shower and like you fucking lightning bolt this like Shazam can't live in, can't live in a fucking apartment building because if he's if he's if he's on like the first floor and it's like a fucking seventy eight story building if he says Shazam he's fucking he's fucking he's killing people in in his apartment building.
1: I will say that's a hard word to accidentally say. That you that's true. not a part of that's not a part of day to day dialogue. You know what I'm saying? You're not you're not just you there's no situation where you're just using that word casually, you know what I'm saying? You you have to but, say that word on purpose.
0: I would say it on purpose is to imagine killing some people that's fucked up. Not cool. So we'll see what well, happens. Nico, are you so, okay, so- bro? I mean, I just don't. His character sucks, and I don't want to just sit there in the theater for three hours in, in, and then in the freezing cold. The family, too,
1: that... bro. They, they're bringing the family, and now Megan Good is in it. You know what I'm saying? You know, Megan yeah, yeah, Good. But, but other than that, um, I like it's just so corny, bro. That, there's nothing cool about not saying
0: we're not going to review it, we're not going to review it, saying, saying a that, word, that, that, and that
1: then, then you all of a sudden become an adult superhero. Yeah. <laughs> that if, shit if, is if, so whack.
0: If we feel that way as as DC fans and who are hardcore DC fans, imagine maybe the casual fan who watches our show or, or not i find it's not even DC anyway. If 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 they hear, all oh, right it's time to review Shazam, I will click off and not even <laughs> watch our show ever again. So I'm not gonna. As soon as you say there, it but... like that,
1: like my superpower gonna be me falling asleep too when you say yeah, when you say I'm Shazam. Be,
0: put the podcast on, on time on on times too and had that shit just fucking start you know rolling yeah. past. I'm not even gonna listen. So, yeah. uh. Yeah, this was a good episode. This is great. I'm very excited for this. We had a big a big sports news week, a big, great great, great debate, great conversation. Uh, and, and I love this. So I'm, I'm happy that this episode was good for you guys. Uh, we have a new sponsor, uh, Goalie Nutrition. Um, I'll talk more about that after the show with the details on that. Um, so, yeah, use code TGQ if you go to goalie.com. And they have uh, energy bites, supplements, vitamins, ashwagandha. Uh, I've been using that uh, it helps your stress and your sleep uh, with the way that Quan and I debate on the show my stress level is high with these whole LeBron debates when when LeBron. Your stress 20, level high anyway, stressed. brother.
1: Nah, it ain't got yeah. nothing to do with me. Yeah.
0: So, uh, so shout out to the Seageek and uh, BetUS and Goldie for being our official sponsors of the show. Uh, so yeah, go, you go on goalie.com and uh, check out if you use code TGQ, I check out you get 10% off your purchase. Uh, every time. So go ahead and use that and enjoy that. And uh, yeah, that's it for this week's episode. We appreciate everybody for joining us this week. As always, have a blessed week, and we will see you next week. Peace. as
1: alaikum